What's going on, Internet? The Black Wakagi here, aka TBH. And to be honest, I'd like to welcome you guys back to the Game and Illuminati podcast. We are the Enlightened Gamers, and you're now tuned into episode 146. If you're watching the video version of the show at youtube.com slash GI Updates, know this show is available on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, and all other major podcast platforms. Be sure to rate the show five stars on Apple and Spotify. We need your five-star rating so that we can move up in that algorithm and bring in new potential listeners. Also, follow the podcast on social media. We drop daily content on our social media pages. We are available on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. Our handle for every platform is at GI Updates. If you're watching the video version, there will be links in the description box below. Now, without further ado, allow me to introduce you to my co-host, the first of which recently purchased a $300 fight stick, but I have yet to see him pull off a full combo in Street Fighter. Who knows? Maybe he's just waiting for Mortal Kombat 1 to learn one when it drops this week. Uh, which, by the way, that's the reason not, we're not going to be talking about it, because when we're recording, it's about to drop this week, so next podcast. Anyways, y'all might know him as JG. I know him as UTX. Target combo with the Don. Say what up to the people. That's crazy. That's crazy. Look, man, it's been way too many games, though. Armor Core 6 came through. We got Star. So you don't deny what I just said, crazy then. September. You bought a three hundred dollar uh, fight stick, still ain't done a combo. That's crazy. I'm waiting on more to combat. You just saw it. You just said it. Yeah, this nigga's a liar, man. But look, man, we know why we're here. We know why we're here. I'm here for one thing and one thing only to shit on the two K community. So I will talk about nothing else until we get there. All right. I will talk about nothing else. Nothing else matters. All right. Oh, shit, we about to get spicy this episode. Yeah. Um, my second co-host. He recently completed a run on Armor Core Six. So you would think we would get a release date for his game Samurai Zero. Now that he's got some free time to work on it but nope he started new game plus on it so he's uh playing more armor core 6 ultra instinct nerd gaming ethos say what up to the people what's up everybody you can't take this away from me i've been waiting to play a game like this in a long time because i can't get titanfall so this is my second best choice so i'll take it Mm. friendly reminder before we get into the show join our discord at discord.gg slash gi updates it's totally free also big shout out to some of our discord members the premium ones at least uh that's one of the perks of joining the discord link in the description box below if you want to join it uh big shout out to jet set row afro Prinny, and trey smooth there's a bunch of other perks for joining totally free but premium members you guys get giveaways for games we just gave away a copy of armor core 6 uh we're doing consultations we just did a watch party for the ufc fight um also we just did a tournament last month for street fighter six uh what's the name five hundred dollars went to the winner it was uh it was crazy shout out to elder goose who won the tournament uh if you did not actually see that stream it's on my hokage highlights the full five hour stream uh aren't you cooking up another uh tournament for the discord uh ethos Yes, I'm working on an Armor Core PvP tournament. Uh, I'll be announcing it early next week just because I'm just getting some things figured out. Uh, I did some testing. The PvP works good. So if you're into it, you're more than welcome. I would highly recommend that at least you beat the game first so you know you have the same access to the same parts as everyone else does. Uh, it will be 1v1 focused. Mm, super strong, so super nerdy. Yeah, yeah, that's all for our community. Discord.gg slash GI updates. There will be a link in the description box below. Also, before we get into the show, freebies on PlayStation for the month of September 2023, you can get a free copy of Generation Zero, uh, Black Desert Online, and Saints Row, the reboot. Uh, and since we're on the topic of PlayStation Plus, I thought we'd kick off with a little bit of this news. Uh, I felt like this one went a little bit under maybe because everybody was well, i don't say everybody maybe because the sony ponies were too busy dick eating starfield 
Uh, I felt like this one went a little bit under the radar of uh, PlayStation Sony ponies. For those of you unaware, there's going to be a big price hike coming for PlayStation Plus. Uh, so in order to get those shitty free games like Generation Zero and Saints Row, it's going to cost you upwards of 20 to extra $40 a, uh, a year. So the $79 one, I mean, the $59 one went to $79. The $100 went to $134. And then the $120 went to $160. What's that doing for you, Ethos? I don't pay for that. So nothing. You get, you get it. You want to play Ape Escape 2 on their, uh, nope. their library of games and Siphon Filter? Nope. I don't play multiplayer on the PlayStation, so... You don't hate on the game, though, but I'm, I'm not playing it on this program. Yeah. Mm, was like, that's crazy. You know what's, like, really scummy about this? And I think one of the reasons, jokes aside, I think one of the reasons why this one kind of went under the radar is because they announced this... Con- it was it was at the end of their uh, recent PlayStation blog. They hit it at the bottom, the, uh, the price hike. Uh, so then it took, like, you know, major publications to actually point out that, like, yo, you guys might have missed that. So just be aware that it is going to cost a little bit extra money to play PlayStation online if you care about those type of things. Um, and then as for the Xbox freebies, uh, actually, September marks the first month that things will actually change. So you won't be getting monthly free free games. So I probably won't be reporting on Xbox too much more. Instead, they're changing to the Xbox core membership or whatever. So there's like 25 games that you can download at any time. And there's some quality games on there, like Gears 5 and stuff like that look up the list in your own damn time so yeah uh starting this month you can actually download those core game pass games at any point i think they're shuffling the games like every few months so that's something to play if uh, you're a brokey uh you're subscribed to the xbox gold stuff all right let's get into the lead conversations for episode 146 since the last podcast several major video games have came out and the crazy part is the next podcast, even more games will be coming out because, ladies and gentlemen, regardless of what some of your favorite content creators say, gaming is not stale right now. Uh, it's more prominent than ever. Sales are through the roof. Uh, we're seeing record-breaking numbers for certain games on Steam and Xbox and PlayStation. If you don't have nothing to play, I honestly don't think you don't you like games that much. And that's okay. Just be honest with yourself. Find a new hobby. Uh, and one of the biggest games to come out since the last podcast is Bethesda Starfield. This is the first new ip that they've released in the last 20 years i believe um they did a lot of updates to their engine it is a space rpg um if i had to simplify it in my opinion it's like fallout meets mass effect um and this game i'm curious to see what the other two say this game has really stirred the pot um it wasn't getting the tens out of tens that people expected it to get um i think the medium review from critics was like eight um there were some nines uh, and then there was like a couple of sevens, but like the medium score, everybody seems to agree that it's it's a good game, but it didn't blow them away. Um, JG, I'm gonna let you take the floor on Starfield Space RPG, baby. Um, how you feeling about this one, man? Oof, I have the least time out of both of you two. Um, I may maybe have put like five, six hours into it since uh, it was a it was a pretty rough week. Not gonna get into it, but I didn't get as much time as you all, um, especially since you all got to play early. Um, but from my experience, um, it's definitely a slow type of game. I've heard from many people that you need to get into like 10, 12 hour mark in order for it to really turn up. And for me, I'm not a real dialogue heavy person when it comes to the npc like full context i've never played a fallout um i'm not into those games I'm, i never played an elder scrolls i'm not into we those saw how games. you reacted to the archangel we saw <laughs> <laughs> right right i i could care less <laughs> i could care less about it but i'm like what the hell um so so for me i'm gonna have you know a slightly different opinion um from what i've played so far 
the uh like the game mechanics when it comes to shooting and stuff like i can tell like in the beginning especially when you don't have really any uh perks or, or skill points into much it's a it's a little slow um it's definitely not the not the best uh shooting mechanics that i've seen um but i can see where like the game shines like the dialogue is super heavy um i can see that there's a lot to do i can see that the facial animation look good like the game overall looks gorgeous i can see that there are like a million different types of of things that you can do um in the various planets that you go to but it's definitely a learning curve you definitely have to pay attention um there were certain things that happened to me that i had to like legit look up like being encumbered i was like what the hell is being encumbered i've seen this word before but i didn't this understand man really don't play rpgs that's crazy no no I, I don't like <laughs> <laughs> I play action RPGs. Like I just really start getting into that. But but like full on RPGs, no, I I, I can't say that I've really been into it. So yeah, I didn't know what encumber meant. So I was, I was like, okay, it means I'm, I'm too heavy. So it was a lot of lot of items that I had to you know delete, move around. Um, going through the item system is definitely uh, it's a mini game in itself. Uh, trying to trying to navigate through that. So I wish you know certain things like that was a little easier. But again, for the people who are like seasoned veterans to RPGs, especially Bethesda rpgs i'm sure you felt right at home um i remember when you all were saying that there wasn't a map and i was initially getting upset about that before i even played the game but if it wasn't for the scanner um you know that actually showed you the waypoints i'm like okay and now I, i'm okay with it not being a map like i understand why there's no map in the game because they truly want you to just explore and just run into things just go crazy go wherever you want um in the entire universe and, and figure it out yourself so i see i see what the what the pros are why people are like so excited for me like i'm just not going to have a a real big uh reaction to this game specifically and i'm going to just chalk it up to i haven't truly put enough time into the game but i can see like where as i progress through the game that it'll end up getting you know in a, it'll getting better and it'll end up clicking for me so that's just my initial thought like i said i have i have really um you know very limited time into the game so i know that you all will have a very um you know more deeper thought when it comes to to uh starfield but it's a solid game so far i i definitely wouldn't say that uh that it's a bad game but i can see like some of the like glitches and certain things that will like um make people who aren't used to but that's the or just rpgs in general that they would you know kind of uh be like yeah well, why is this in here it just get upset and you know try to nitpick uh about the game uh i think i got the second most time you would think i'd have the most because i had the game early but i was in the process of moving as you guys you're can a see, fraud and you don't play games we know no no nah, nah. fraud do you see what, what, what's, what's, that, what, what's that right there that i'm pointing to ethos what's that um uh, i don't know you tell me it's an n7 helmet do you have one signed by the developers yes, yes i do actually you do no is your is your title uh, one signed by the developers too yeah, yeah it is it is actually yeah yeah you and me chill I was in the process of moving so i didn't get the i didn't get to play it as much as i wanted to but um i think i have like 15 hours on the game um i, I, I so i'm not a big bethesda fan so like my, i didn't have like the craziest hope i mean y'all know world war bethesda over here i do like fallout but i would never call myself a bethesda fan i like i i was never into skyrim um so what's the name i will say that i like the game i don't love it but then also like i'm not like super disappointed like some people because i didn't have crazy expectations for it anyway um it's exactly what i thought i had a suspicion that it was gonna be it's it's like mass effect meets fallout but it's not it's not as good as mass effect uh 
And then I don't know, like I guess it's like on par with like Fallout. I, I guess in terms of like mechanics. Um, let's see. I like space shit, so I guess I'm kind of biased towards that. I didn't. The whole thing about people criticizing the map and not being able to explore full planets, I thought that was stupid, and people were just finding a reason to dislike it. Um, the lack of no map doesn't bother me because, like, in the context of the game, so like, without spoiling anything too crazy, you, you play in this group called the Constellation, and you're literally—it's the early years. It's not like this is not Star Wars. This is not Star Trek. This is the early years of human civilization venturing into space. So there are actually no real like crazy aliens that you're gonna run into i think this game is setting something up for like a trilogy where like the second and third game might get crazy with like aliens and stuff like that but this first game is just about charting the stars so like to me when people are like oh this game sucks there's no fucking map i'm like why would there be a map like we haven't been anywhere like it's literally about do that's what the game is about exploring now if you want to say the planets are a little desolate First of all, people was bitching you can't run across the whole planet. I'm glad you can. I don't know how you feel about that ethos, but um, fucking, it's a lot of just kind of nothing on these planets, uh, and it sucks too because like 90% of the planets are like gas planets you can't even explore. So the 10% that you actually you can find and then explore, a lot of it wasn't a lot of things to do on there the few like side quests that i have ran into they were cool i just wish that there were more so like that's why i kind of said i got mass effect specifically mass effect one vibes it reminds me of exploring the planets i just wish that there was more cool side stuff on these planets to do and then also the exploration didn't feel the best because this game really needs vehicles uh just running across these planets and that's why i said i didn't i like that you can't run across the whole planet if this game can if they can mod some like vehicles into it i'm sure the community will do it on the pc version i think that'll take the game to the next level like quality of life changes but um in terms of things that i think they really got right i am enjoying the dialogue i am enjoying the story and i would say the the gunplay is like serviceable it's not blowing me away it's not doom eternal or like titanfall but i mean it's all right uh i do think the rpg elements like when you get drops i think they're really cool like i got like this legendary axe um people were asking me when i was streaming it how the fuck do you have so many legendary weapons i'm like you have to explore in the game you can't just run through the story like i would just be finding them off random space pirates and shit like that i got this axe that like whenever you kill them you get extra med cat kits and stuff like that i love when games give those little perks and stuff like that that reward you for like exploring so it's harder to kill me um the uh the, the the flight the space flight in the game um it's cool it's all right i think it's beautiful like the the actual space stuff i think my favorite thing is uh being a pirate and just robbing other ships you can board other people's ships and like rob, rob them and stuff like that um i just think the game is good i i wouldn't be surprised if it gets a game of the year nomination will it win i don't think so i would still put remnant 2 and um jedi survivor over this but it is a good rpg that i'm working my way through that has some problems some problems that are not like game breaking it's things that they can patch and fix little quality of life changes like the ui the ui is fucking ass but the game is good for the most part i think people need to learn the difference between something being a disappointment and something being bad it kind of goes back to what jgb talking about all the time everything is either great or it's trash and you got a certain sector of the internet calling this game trash. this game is not trash bro uh it, it's it's a good game and which by the way the xbox version it's it's it works well uh i don't drop any frames on it even though it's locked at 30 it doesn't bother me uh how you feeling about the game ethos i feel like i said a mouthful uh, yeah i think i everything you said I, I think i um i agree with i kind of feel like it was like an expectation thing i set my expectations basically exactly where i thought they were going to be um which is i was expecting some sort of like fallout in space 
I was expecting a Bethesda-based RPG in space. I wasn't trying to... I didn't want it to be a No Man's Sky. I wasn't playing it for, like, exploration reasons. I just wanted to be, like, a really RPG-heavy game where I can role-play a character. Can I, like, really feel like I'm in this world and I'm as this character and I can do this funny stuff? And the answer to that is, yeah. I, I feel like I haven't... Uh, I, I wasn't really a big fan of Fallout 4 because I feel like they took out a lot of the RPG core stuff that made some of the older Bethesda games that I really enjoyed, like, uh, you know, click for me a lot more. And this one, I think they've added a lot of them back. Um, I really like the skill tree system. I like that it actually is based off of uh, the stuff that you do. I, I, I do like that, like, you get better at certain things as you do them. There's, like, a challenge system that reminds me of, like, how, like, the old Call of Duty challenge system used to be. So, like, you do certain things and then you can unlock a higher tier, which lets you do stuff better or unlock new cool stuff and uh, new mechanics i think that stuff's really good uh, i actually i really i have to give credit to this um and i, I and i i think so a lot of people have been downplaying it for the game i really think that this game from a scale standpoint and from a scope standpoint is very impressive uh for it to come out in the state that it has come out <laughs> which don't get me wrong like there was a high percentage chance that this would have ended up coming out like cyberpunk just because of the scope of it was massive but it didn't it actually came out pretty solid um there's some issues on pc um with like just the like the frame rate it's not unplayable on pc but like uh some people are expecting with their 3080s and their high-end gpus that they should be getting better frame rates than they are like right now like we're getting better than console like we're getting 40 50 fps i don't like the todd said upgrade your shit i'm like bro yeah (laughs) it's funny don't get wrong i think it's hilarious but i think he's wrong in that respect because it looks like digital foundries they did some investigating and it seems like across the board if you have nvidia based cards you are not getting performance to where you should be getting your performance but like amd cards are just vrooming through this thing hitting 60 fps fine so a lot of people you know you can do with that information as you will you can try to you know push a conspiracy that this is amd sabotaging nvidia on this game or uh you know and there's no dlss on this uh but like i've modded the game i modded the game actually that was what i was doing all yesterday i actually started modding it so i got dlss on it um i started to mod some performance changes like just improve the performance and it's been running really smooth now um and so yeah i've been i've been enjoying it i already thought and this is what I always feel about Bethesda games. I feel like if Bethesda can release a game, a single player RPG where it's solid, like what you're saying, right? Like it's a good game. It's a, it, even I'd say right now, from my experience, I have 50 hours on the game. I'd say right now for me, it's a great game. I would give it, if I was going to give like a rating right now where I'm at, I'd give it like an 8, 8.5. That's, that's, I think like a lot of those reviews that gave it like an 8.5, 8, I like, I totally could see why. Um, there's definitely those like quality of life things that are missing, but I feel like that's the same way that like Skyrim was and everyone else where it's like the modders came in and then they started to add those quality of life things. Like they're already changed the fixed the UI because I hate the UI in this game. I think the UI is terrible for the like the menus and your inventory, um, but they've already fixed that. Uh, there's a bunch of other cool like tweaking with like field of vision and all that sort of stuff that the modders have done. So uh I, I think that this game is a very good foundation i I've, it runs decently and i think with the modders help i think that this game will become what skyrim has become which is over the years it's just going to get bigger and bigger and more people are going to mod it uh, i do agree with you about the, sh- the the vehicles i feel like this game had vehicles in it and they took it out because they didn't have enough time to finish working on it that's what i feel because I, I agree with you a lot of the space on the planet seems way too big um, to be just sprinting across the entire time. I feel like there was initially a thought to have vehicles in your ship and you'd use your vehicles. And it must have got taken out because they just didn't have the time to finish it. Um, 
So yeah, but overall, I'm I'm enjoying it. People are insane. They're saying insane stuff. We, I don't know if you saw the Twitter clip of the dude that got exposed who lie who was the talking Sony to somebody party. else. Yeah, he was lying, talking about this game is it's just a disappointment. And then he he said it, he compared it to Mass Effect to say like that's what made it disappointing. No, 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 okay. It was insane. No, specifically, no? what he said was he said why is it disappointing? He said, oh, Starfield is shallow like Mass Effect. That was the first red flag yeah, for me. That was the first I said, red flag. I, and I was like, yeah. now if you want to say Mass Effect is a little he said, slow he said at the it beginning, open. that's he said fine. It wasn't open. You he said was saying, shallow. Like, Mass I was like, all right, yeah, you he, didn't play Starfield, bro. He argued and said he said the reason why it was bad in the beginning. He's like, why is the intro bad? He's like because they don't just uh they don't let you just start and then like he's like skyrim there's a dragon and then you just go off and do whatever you want in uh in uh starfield you literally get the same type of feeling like you start off you get hit with some space voodoo and now you're seeing things the very first you mission you have to go, go against raiders yeah you, can you get out go, of the tunnel like what is he yeah, talking about <laughs> i don't know i honestly don't know what what he was talking about the entire time i i thought the initial the uh intro i get I, I i'm not gonna lie when it started with the mining stuff i was kind of like oh like i thought it was like like no man's sky type thing i was like oh I, I pray to god i'm not doing this like for more than an hour then it, it's literally like 20 minutes that's it boom and then you're out there and you're shooting pirates and then you're 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 jumping to the lodge and you're jumping and doing all this other stuff um on my stream, like I streamed the game for damn nine, ten hours straight, like just on stream, Twitch streaming. Uh, so obviously, I, you know, I, I would have quit if I hated it. Um, and like I spent all that time doing a side quest. I wasn't even doing the main quest. I spent nine hours doing a, a faction side quest, and I was, I loved it. It was a whole space pirate legacy gold, like it was like Atlantis. It was like that Atlantis movie in space. It was like that, like in space, and I, I loved every second of it. I thought that entire arc was good. I really liked the side quest for this game. I think they nailed the side quest. The main quest, that's kind of up in the air right now because I feel like I'm not, I haven't fully, I haven't beat it, so I don't know the full main quest yet. But the side quests have been definitely a, a thumbs up for me. There's some the cool main quest shit in been, there. I, I I did a side quest where I was like exploring this abandoned like ice factory or whatever and it got attacked yeah. by aliens and then I ended up finding it turns out they were and they used environmental storytelling to tell this right I found yeah. out that they were um, harvesting human organs and they were experimenting on humans in this lab right and you find it because one of the scientists died or doctor died and he has a briefcase in his hand I picked the briefcase up and I had or it had organs in it I was like okay what am I supposed to do with that I just yeah. kept it so then I leave the planet I hop off in the ship and the police pulled me over and i went to jail because i had illegal contraband when they searched my ship i was walking around with organs and shit. i was like stuff like that is cool to me where it has like yeah. that a level of attention to detail and i'm like for you to say that like it's shallow i'm like yeah you didn't play this game yeah i don't think shallow is even remotely close to what i would describe this game i think this game is definitely ambitious um do i don't think it like lands everything like i don't think the execution of it is perfect um and i think that's why it's not blowing Which, by the away. way after but I after, after I went to jail for having those illegal human organs, I shot my way out of jail and I killed everybody in the town. Oh, lucky for you, I became a snitch. <laughs> Nigga, I shot the sheriff. I shot everybody in the jail. That shit is fire to me. I, that's that's fun to me when you can make that your own fun, fun like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, I think this is one of those games that's going to benefit from revisionist history, which, by the way, and here's the here's the ironic part. I, I find it very strange that like in the comment sections of videos, I see people shitting on this game and then comparing it to No Man's Sky. It's 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 so amazing. No Man's Sky did the same. It was worse. Well, it was I was worse. Good. That's exactly what I was about Way to get worse. to. No Man's Way Sky worse. was horrible when it fucking came out, and it got better over the years. It benefits from revisionist history, right? Same thing with oh, Cyberpunk. Let me double, let me double you down. Let me double you down on this. They compared Starfield to Cyberpunk. 
they like were comparing putting a gun at people and shooting them. I was like, oh my god, I, I literally was catching deja vu. I was like, oh my god, they did the same thing to Cyberpunk with uh, GTA 5. Remember that? They were constantly comparing to GTA 5, even though they, I was like, it's not GTA, it's not GTA. And they did the same thing and they're doing it again. It, it's like a repeat cycle. They just, I was like, I remember when Cyberpunk was getting shat on and everybody was saying, this shit's ass, look at this and this and this. And they were making montages about how bad it was. Now it's being used as a benchmark. Like, I'm, I just, I can't. Hey, it, Cyberpunk. It it's Cyberpunk was ass at launch. Cyberpunk was ass at launch. I don't want to hear that shit. But it, no, it's, I mean, it's it was better. It definitely was. I've yeah. seen. I, it was some shit that happened to me in my playthrough. I've never seen in a fucking video game. Um, but yeah, it got better over time. And I think this game is gonna be. I like like right off rip. If they patch in vehicles for the the planet exploration, that would take it from like an eight to an eight point five for me easily. If they clean up the UI. It's a nine to me. Uh, so it's like it's things that they can fix in this game. I think like a year or two from now, the conversation on Starfield for those that who hate It'll it. It'll be great. Yeah, even It'll though even though the people who hate it, they haven't even fucking played it. And I'm gonna be honest, it's mostly like these Sony ponies that you see doing this shit. And yeah. I just think it's because they bored. They don't got no exclusives to play right now. So like they just they, they gotta wait for Spider Man. They're they're yeah, all they're, waiting. Waiting. <laughs> they're, they're, pray, they're praying to Spider Man to be like the greatest uh, game ever. They're the same thing that they they. they uh, they bl- they claim Xbox fans are doing like about like hyping up Starfield and being like it's gonna be game of the generation all this shit. They're doing the same thing as Spider Man. They're just trying to. It's the same thing. They're acting like Spider Man's gonna come out. Did y'all see anybody call this the game of the generation? Like I, I saw like a couple people on my timeline who actually are playing it and they feel like it's their favorite game this generation. And I mean that's their opinion. Their, yeah. their opinion. I mean like if they enjoy the game that much, they enjoy it that much. Like I feel like Cyberpunk for me is currently that. But and there people are gonna definitely disagree and be like, no, what? Like you know that's just what it is um but no i i i just i just don't get it. it it just doesn't i don't know why it's this specific game that it feels like it has to like this type of i don't know this type of like warring needs to happen for i it. think it's because microsoft you know, spent so much money on bethesda was it what was it like 12 billion or something like that seven billion or seven billion. yeah it's because they spend so much money on it i think it's so like that's like crazy ammo for like the sony side so but it wasn't but it wasn't but they didn't just buy it for starfield like that was one part of it but that, it wasn't like they spent seven billion because i had this argument with these idiots before where i'm like you understand that like microsoft didn't spend 12 billion for just starfield like it came with a lot it was starfield plus all this other stuff that they want oblivion whenever the elder scroll six yeah the the elder scroll game you know and, and and the funny part is is when you remember when they first got acquired but that's the first got acquired last year right you remember how how many people how much sony fans how many like sony ponies were literally arguing that starfield would not go exclusive remember that like mm. they were literally like yeah. i don't understand how you go from it's trash and we don't care about it to like if a year ago i guarantee you 90 percent of these same people i can find a tweet i can find a, a previous video of you saying how you were arguing with people saying Microsoft wasn't going to make it exclusive. It was still going to appear on PlayStation. You were going to get it on PlayStation. Uh, this doesn't change anything. And then the moment it happened, now it's like, now it's to become, now they've moved the goalposts to, now this game's ass, now it's disappointment, you know, and just all this, all this BS that I just, I, 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 I don't feel the game deserves it. It's not the even narrative. Cool. The narrative immediately changes when you quote unquote can't play it anymore or you can't play it on your favorite piece of plastic anymore. So, so that's, that's exactly where it came from. The game was super hyped up. We didn't see anything about the game for years years we finally got to see a reveal of it everybody got to see what this game was going to look like because we were literally just basing it off of what they were telling us before we saw any bit of of information about this game so once we saw it, we were like oh man like this game might actually be lit and i think that was the that was a true moment when the sony 
disappointed for like oh crap like we really can't play this game anymore unless we get a pc or an xbox therefore we're just going to do everything in our power just to just to say that it's crap just because we can't play it anymore it's not it, it, because it's an exclusive now so that's really what it truly was i mean the same thing um with cyberpunk i mean i might just say you know because it wasn't it uh it's not an exclusive but it was the same thing with that the game was super hyped up we didn't know what the game looked like and then we finally saw because we had the uh the reveal behind closed doors for cyberpunk then everybody finally saw it and everybody got super hyped up and then when the game came out it you know for for some people it was unplayable and the parody um ended up making the game even worse on consoles so it's the same thing with that i think um what's especially weird about the launch of starfield is like for the the fans that are be like oh don't waste your money like you can't even make that argument because I would say at least half the people who played this game got it for free on Game Pass. And I think that's why, like, certain the people who actually play this game are not even, like, that upset if it's not that great. Because, like, it's such a low investment. It's such a low barrier to entry. Oh, you'd be mad at it. Yeah, like, why? why, Yeah, so it's like, I don't think people people understand. Matter of fact, like, I'm reading an article right here. Let me bring it up on the podcast. Uh, Apparently, Starfield broke records on on the Game Pass. Like, millions of people downloaded. Failure. 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 So it's like, even if they don't like it, they didn't pay for it anyway. They paid for the game pass. So, but uh, here's here's the double thing. Here's the other thing, right? They, they, so there was the argument saying there's always been this argument that Game Pass cannibalizes your game sales and people don't buy your games because it's like, why would I? I could just get on the Game Pass, right? But we saw when they did early access for Starfield, it shot up like to like massive amount of people on Steam were playing the game. They they paid a hundred dollars to play this game early to play it like only like a, what a week a week like four or five days fast earlier than everyone else. So like to say that, um, because I saw a bunch of people on my Steam friend list who were playing it um, on the, in the app early access uh, days before the game came out to Game Pass. And there were like friends of mine who were just like, you know, for the people who were really excited to play it, they bought it full price. And they were like, I want to play this. And there were other people who were just like, you know, I'm excited, but I'm not like that excited to play or I have Game Pass. I'll just wait a week. It's not a big deal. There's too many games out right now for me to, you know, uh, jump to this one right now. So I'll just wait and I'll just play it on Game Pass. And and the crazy part is it looks like, you know, it, it worked like both sides of it has astronomically blown up. And like they said, like what you said, like six, seven million people are all, have all been playing Starfield within uh, Xbox. And I, th- I think they said PC or just the Xbox ecosystem. And that doesn't include Steam. That's a massive success uh, for the game overall, which is what they were really pushing for. And not to mention that Phil, uh, not even Phil, but uh, Microsoft had intentionally stopped the free trial, the dollar free trial thing. They stopped it like a couple weeks before Starfield was coming out. So they ensured that they locked in people who were going to pay for this this uh, game pass in order to experience the game. So Phil said, yeah, we going to get our I, money I just at Xbox. Yeah, uh, honestly, I think this game has, I think at the time, at the time, it, before it was getting review bombed, I think it was around 87, 85 I think this game was a success. I think this is exactly what Xbox needed. Um, this is the definitely, especially after Redfall and a lot of the other blunders that they had uh, this year. Like I, I definitely would say that like Xbox has definitely shown that they're they're definitely they're finally starting to get their shit together. Like we're starting to see actual good games. They dropped um, um, Hi-Fi Rush. Uh, uh, yeah, Hi-Fi Rush, out of the blue. Um, Game Pass has been dropping bangers. Uh, sea of Stars is another great one. And a lot of people, is like Golden Sun. People have been praising that. That's on Game Pass. We got Lies of P coming up still. There's still a bunch of other Game Pass games that are being announced and being um, released on there. So, I mean, like, it's a good time to be a Game Pass. But I'm just saying, as the bishop, it's time for you to, you know, bend the knee and join the game, the house of Game Pass, the uh, church of Game Pass. So, yeah. For all the, because, you know, this video is probably going to attract some Sony ponies. No, that Perfect. statement right there is going to 
gonna see they're gonna that's gonna start it's a joke it's a joke joke. i it's a joke i i have been labeled as the bishop of game pass it's a joke i've just getting been running with it since i was saying i have my playstation like right here i'd lift it up and show you on camera but i don't give a fuck so i have every (laughs) hey man regardless of what people think about starfield at least the game did not come out being broken because that's what i'm saying everybody wanted to fall everybody was like oh man it's gonna be the fallout 76 it's gonna be like cyberpunk and it's not it's been playable so you can't use that you know as a as a a means to um to shit on the game you can't so i heard there were i i um somebody told me i won't tell you who but a couple people were telling me how there were actually like you know like reactionary youtubers they were actually betting on starfield being a cyberpunk and they were preparing to like do the same thing they did to cyberpunk they were gonna they were preparing that whole mill to just, like, just shit yeah, all like over it and just get ready to shit on it like oh, a couple of conscripts i'm not gonna say oh uh some of them are very big and prominent they were preparing for this game to come out and be broken like cyberpunk of they course. were fully expected their whole channels and, are based upon that yeah and when it didn't yeah. that's when like you know they were like fuck like you what know do i do this week i was planning yeah what do i still do i was planning to do this so then it just became you know oh we'll we'll, we'll pivot and now it's something else it's about something else that makes the game bad so yeah fucking pathetic man it is it is what it is, but uh, I think we all seem to agree here, even though we're all different points of the game. Good, not great, but it has the potential to be great eventually. Um, what would you give the score right now? I said 8.5 right I, I, now. I say an 8. It, it, if they put vehicles in it, it'd knock it up to an 8.5. UI, clean that up. Or if they clean the UI, I'd give it an 8.5. You didn't find the menus to be annoying? I modded them. That's how annoying they were. Oh, I'm on Xbox. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I modded them. I guess them. I gotta get some mods then. Maybe yeah, if you need with it, I'll send Yeah, DB sent me like a whole list of them, and one of them like they changed it, so you don't have to go through all these sub menus. You could just see the entire list of every item and like their weight and stuff like that. So you can just. I got an older PC. I didn't want them blowing my shit up until the upgrades. So. Well, you got Game Pass, so you can just play it on your PC still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And your yeah. save still saves so. Oh, it uh, it has cross save. Yeah, all the Xbox games do. Ah, I didn't know that. Play anywhere, baby. Everywhere, play everywhere. I feel that. I feel that. Let's talk about another game. Um, another big release since the podcast. Uh, from the creators of Elden Ring and the other Soulsborne game comes Armored Core Six. Uh, I just looked it up. It's been eleven years. Uh, Twenty twelve is the last time Armored Core came out on the three hundred and sixty and the PS three Armored Core five. So for those unaware, Armor Core is a mech game. Um, what's the name? It's people thought it was going to be like Elden Ring with robots. This shit is hard, but it's definitely an action based game. Uh, you get to customize your robot. The, the, the levels are pretty linear. There is a story, but I'm gonna be honest. It doesn't particularly interest me, but I think JG and Ethos spoke spent with well, Ethos definitely did spent more time with this. So, uh, I'm gonna let you give me the pros and the cons because I just literally haven't had time to play this shit, bro. Too many fucking games. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, you, you're on New Game Plus, Ethos. Give us the the four one one on Armor Core C. Um. Okay. Look, I'm not gonna lie to you. This might be my favorite game of the year. This I, mm. I really thought about. I really thought about. Now, do I think that this game's gonna win game of the year? No, I don't think so. But because it takes I skill, need, <laughs> yeah. skill one. I, I, like, like I said, I don't think it's gonna outdo Baldur's Gate. I, I really don't. I love Baldur's Gate just as much, but like, it just hit an itch 
that I've been missing for such a, a long time. And I, oh, I love it. I love it. The dopamine hit this game gives is just top tier. It, it is the most anime video game I have ever played. It, it feels like a mecha anime, how like Gundams would be fighting in space and shooting lasers off at each other and stuff like that. It, it's awesome. I love I love everything about there's nothing there's literally nothing I don't like about this game. I love the customization. I love the story. I love the action. I like the difficulty, even though this is I'm surprised it was optimized. It's optimized. It runs flawlessly. It runs beautiful. The the PVP runs flawlessly. There's no lag. Um, It has, you know, that. And then it has New Game Plus, which gives you access to new stuff. Like, that's why I'm playing it. Uh, There's two New Game Pluses. So I'm on the second one right now. Um, That's why I love it is because it has New Game Plus. But when you play New Game Plus, it's similar to Nier where, like, it actually changes the story. So you run through the similar thing, but there's new missions. The missions dynamically will, like, not dynamically, but they'll actually change. So there'll be, like, uh, different scenarios and what you remember from the first time you play so you're like oh shit wait like this is different or oh my god this unlocks this new story path that previously wasn't in the first time and it creates brand new bosses so you'll run into bosses that were in new game plus that you never saw first um you can play different bosses that happen uh and i i really like it overall um shout out to my boy rusty that's the homie uh he don't miss uh and uh like i just loved everything about this game this this is like my soul game like i I love this game so much it it just inspired me to play it so i'm really happy from software don't miss they don't miss they just dropped another banger they dropped literally a a potential game of the generation i'd say yeah they dropped the game of a generation and then they said i got one more in me and they're gonna have another more in them and my opinion i think for me this cements to me that like uh out of all the studios that exist i i I think from software is basically in the top three if not number one now you I said you said from software there. from software last year with Elden Ring, they dropped graduation and then this year mm-hmm. they dropped the, what was the second album? I got one more media uh, and they kept going yeah what was the second uh, kind of the it was, it was uh, late it was late registration yeah, just late registration late registration was first and then yeah, so we need a graduation yeah. then hold on now. yeah yeah he the, the, i think like they nailed it like uh i know everyone was sh- i remember how we were all shocked when after Elden Ring one game of the year they just revealed armor core and people were like what didn't y'all just drop armor core like i mean drop a uh, elden ring like wh- how is this possible and and it's quality it's a quality game obviously the game's not as big and it's not as long as elden ring but it's it's more Pause, focused nigga. oh i'm sorry you, know <laughs> you put so much it's not as big and long girthy and death as um but no i i i thoroughly enjoyed i it's yeah, it might end up being my personal favorite game of this year. We're, I'm close to finishing Baldur's Gate right now, and they're like neck and neck with each other. So yeah. before I uh, toss it to JG, I was gonna say that's actually one of my favorite things about this game. I, I don't, I've only beaten the first major boss, but like what I've noticed so far that I really like about it is it gets straight to the fucking point. It gets this to is the point. this yeah. is an old school level one level two level two (laughs) and like at the end there's a fucking boss fight i was like thank you we need more games like this bro uh so i'm I'm enjoying that kind of super linear aspect of it but what you think of the game jay man echoing ethos of sentiments i i think it's up there it's super close to being my game of the year wolong is still hanging on by a thread at this point like that's that's your game of the year yeah yeah, it's still I mean, super close, man. <laughs> yeah, we, gotta, we gotta check his game card. Well, long was oh. fine, man. Chill, but it's been so many games. But but just but just look at you. You having that reaction because you like it's so many games that came out that just knocked yeah. that off the list. But look, it's I said it's still hanging on by a thread. Yeah. But Armor Core, Armor Core Six. Thank you, Ethos, for uh for saying that we would enjoy it. We still gotta get TBH to get through it because I want him to struggle. We gotta watch him. Don't get the game though. I like the game. Don't get it twisted. I I was just in the process of a move and then. 
when I was packing, that's when they gave me the code for Starfield. So I had to stop playing this. I was like, well, let me get a video out. It's just too many fucking games, bro. Like, that's yeah, all it is. Struggle, but I'm not dropping it. I'm not dropping it. Don't get it twisted. Still 2023, man, is crazy. We ain't got no games to play. This man, no this man went from one game to another. This man. <laughs> but anyway yeah armor core 6 man i i'm again this is another series that like i'm i'm like wanting to punch myself in the head because i'm like how how did i never play or really care about any other armor cores in the past like again playing armor core 6 just getting into it i know there were some people that were like oh man like you're just running through the levels and they're like little bots little little ac that you that you go through and then you may you may catch like a, a mid balls ac that uh, but i'm like okay uh, it, it doesn't matter if those are fodder what is this game about it's about getting through the level completing the objective until you get to that skill check and what's that first skill check is my man Baltius, big boy boy go big boy boss is gonna make you quit the game <laughs> that's why well that's why that's why i was kind of upset that i had to drop the game because i think i'm close to him and i was you're, like you're, you were there man, you were you almost get there through, but i, I was like bro you I'm get going, to watch I forgot the controls it. i gotta do the yeah, skill check yeah. <laughs> But what I what I really enjoy is that from software always finds a way to like stay true to their core, but still give you a completely different experience. Like this feels nothing like Elden Ring. This feels nothing like Sekiro from from like a story standpoint, from from a, a general mechanic standpoint. But they still keep the same elements of the game. You run through the levels, and you're gonna catch a med boss that it's gonna be a, a mini skill check, and then you're gonna catch that dude that's gonna whoop your ass, and you're gonna be fighting for at least twenty different times until you figure out the way to beat them and that, again that's a skill issue because if you can't beat the bosses i'm sorry that there's no easy mode for you buddy like i've seen the same arguments about this game that i did about Sekiro that i did about Elden ring like you just have to learn how to adapt uh, but the one thing that this game does that again separates itself from games like Elden ring even though Elden ring has a lot of customization options too and even Sekiro, where you you had a limited number of options is the fact that there are so many customization types for your max like you can really do so many different things the only thing that you're really limited by is um is, is the weight and and the energy sources so you have to it's really a game of tetris when you're in the menus and figuring out you know what what you can put on there and what you can't but there's so many customization options obviously there's like meta you know uh there are certain weapons that everybody's going to see you know once you get it but there's so many different things that you can do like one mag literally does not look like the other um the customization on here is crazy and and like i said once you get to those bosses they really make you start thinking and as you're as you're progressing through the story um you know it, it, it's truly an amazing thing you know when you get there and then when you get the sat uh the satisfaction once you uh you know beat the boss and and progress to the story and like what ito said um i wasn't expected to play a new game plus or new game plus plus but once everybody was telling me that oh there are more weapons that you can get oh there are different options that you can go through and there are different final bosses i was like you know sign me up like this like this gives me a legit reason to play through the game again i don't want to just play new game plus and you know just because you know i get every Thing that i had before like i want to play it because i can get different options and Sekiro did that too uh when i played it again and, and i got those different options but armor core 6 really set the bar um pretty high when it comes to the replayability of you know a single a single player story game that that has a multiplayer aspect um so it, it's really amazing um i definitely enjoy myself I'm playing through new game plus right now um to get through it and, and i'm liking you know what options that i'm being presented with for this too it's it's truly an amazing game damn near flawless and i said on twitter too i like i think from software is is now to go i like cd project red had uh they held the range for a long time but i think from software uh might just be the the goat of uh video game studios right now 
also I want to state uh, I had access to Starfield like you said early thanks to TBH I, I had access to it a little earlier and uh, I still put Starfield down to beat Armor Core so that says a lot that like you mm. know there was a game that wasn't even out yet and I still was like that's how hooked I was on this game was I was like no 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 I want to finish New Game Plus for this game so yeah I feel that, I, really feel that I feel that I, I was reading uh, on Twitter apparently I guess the skill check was it Baltius or whatever his name is yeah. apparently a lot of people Baltius. a lot of people refunded and complained on Steam uh, yep. because he was too hard like it was, it was a mass refund about that part I was like damn you know what's even you know what's even funnier uh, that wasn't that wasn't the first skill check that people uh, refunded they refunded because the they couldn't beat the damn helicopter <laughs> what yeah you're right because when I did stream the game the chat was like oh the helicopter came they was like oh I, he about to rage quit I can't wait for this shit and then it took me two tries to beat it and the first try I figured it out I was like oh you just gotta get close with the sword uh and once i figured it out i beat it on the second try and everybody was like what the fuck and i'm like is that the skill check and people were like I, it was several people in the chat that said they did rage quit on that first helicopter boss fight i was like interesting well, i don't know we go we're gonna see we're gonna see had a one playthrough had a one we got some fraudulent playthroughs man it's crazy <laughs> i can't say too much about it other than i like it because like i said i only beat uh the first couple bosses uh i haven't gotten to that first major skill check yet but i mean based on what i played i'm enjoying it. and I, I do plan to beat it um it's just only so much damn time in the day we're gonna get to it though uh that's very interesting though uh what, what would you rate did you, did you beat it uh jay yeah i beat the i beat the new game I'm what, what game would you rate it out of 10 Man, I, I give it like nine, nine point five. It, it's damn near flawless. Yeah, nine point five. Those are bold claims right there. So y'all heard it. If y'all looking for something new, you could have got a free copy if you joined the Discord. Link in the description box below. Discord.gg slash gi updates. Shout out to Jamerson. He was the winner of it. Um, let's move on to the next topic. I know JG is just itching to talk about this. Um, You've been scratching. So for me, <laughs> I've always cracked jokes that it's World War Bethesda over here because that's why I got Starfield on Xbox. I didn't want them blowing up my PC. For JG, recently, it's become World War NBA 2K. Um, NBA 2K24 came out, and honestly, I wasn't even going to put it on the show notes because these niggas don't ball but what's the name uh jg recently got a, jg recently got into a spat on twitter where he actually went viral and actually earned partnership and is now getting paid to tweet because he called out some nba 2k content creators you want to break down that situation and what you wanted to rant about when it comes to nba 2k yeah yeah iso on me iso on me that's fucking funny so for all the people who uh who aren't on twitter and don't follow me you take jt the don on all social medias um i saw one youtuber which i i know he was a content creator i was just like whatever i I look at his profile i don't know who he is but he was like he like man i'm ready to go like 2k24 and for all the people who have been playing 2k for years you know everybody wants to play the game early so they change their whatever console of choice they go to new zealand and they star ball it out so this Got my is my passport right here baby i was i was in new zealand boy. <laughs> know, they, they change their console to new zealand because new zealand gets it early you get to play it early so he was like i'm ready and this man took a screenshot of him not only buying whatever the legendary edition of 2k24 is but he bought two things of seven hundred thousand vc and that ended up being a grand total of $432. And I said, my man spent $432 on one video game. I said, this is how they get y'all every single year. 
And after that, again, I just said one one statement, didn't think anything of it. All of a sudden, I woke up in the morning, they're doing like 100,000 uh, impressions, and then it just kept going up. I was like, all right, I'm just going to respond to a couple people. And the main comments I got was, I'm a hater, and I'm broke, and uh, <laughs> what do you say? What do you say? What, what people do with their money? And, and here's the problem, people. I really hate that it was it was really the, like the majority like 99% black people who were saying this stuff to me again I ain't trying to make it a race thing but you know we, we love the ball and for this being the only basketball game that we have and you all are acting like this and uh, for some reason like the NBA 2k community's IQ was so low that they said all the things that I knew that they were going to say about me before they said it. And they just kept saying it. I'm like, bro, this is this is really sad. Like, how am I a hater? Because I've I played 2K before and I don't agree with bad practices that, that 2K has, has been doing. Like, can can have the people who said things about me say that they played 2K since the original 2K that's on Dreamcast? Oh, there was no such thing as VC back then. Like back then, you can actually make a player and you can grind regularly in the game game and you couldn't buy vc but ever since 2k started allowing you to buy vc that's when everything changed and you really shouldn't feel like and the whole point is you shouldn't have to buy vc with real money and that that's really the root point of it all but we don't understand that and since it's the only basketball game the reason why you were buying vc is because you were forced or you feel like you were forced to buy vc either to keep up with the youtubers or because you don't want to go through the grind and you understand that the grind is going to be tedious and it's going to take so much more of your time because 2k does not reward you for playing a game normally now and you're going to continue to accept the bad practices you're going to continue to accept capitalism and things are not going to get any better because you're voting with your wallet that's literally the point i don't understand how i'm a hater i don't understand how i'm broke i don't understand how i'm gay like they were saying they said you were gay some dude said i was gay i was like bro this is this is ridiculous dog they were going in and i was responding to all of them i'm like dog all right you said the same thing this dude said you said the same thing this dude said all right i'm a hater i'm broke now what do you agree with what i said or not and one dude was like bro he was like apple does it jordan does it i'm like okay so you're a slave to capitalism you're you're a slave you're a slave to capitalism really i'm like just because just because these companies capitalize you don't own stock in them how does apple do it What what are they talking about he was bringing up the example that Apple brings out a new phone every year and people buy it. That's a terrible and, and comparison. They, and animal changes. No, because everybody doesn't buy the new phone. I buy a new phone like once every three years. Uh, that's a terrible. And also, I, I'd argue you need a smartphone to function in, today, in today's society, at least efficiently. You don't need NBA 2K. That's a horrible argument. Yeah. And, and, and again, people start cooking him, too. They're like, bro, you a dummy. I was like, go ahead, bro. Just just, just go ahead on my lightweight for me. But anyway, like I said, I'm not I'm not trying to uh, continue to rant because I've done it for a day. And as soon as like two days pass when nobody's saying anything new. So I just left it alone. Uh, but yeah, thank you, because now now my broke self can get paid by Elon. So I appreciate you all for <laughs> for blowing that tweet up and getting so upset. But again, it just it's really a shame that the 2K community continues to be like this. Like and they really are like one of the worst if, if not the worst um communities um on social media period like I, I just don't understand why we continue to to do this like it's okay to play the game but like i said i without competition and ea really really dropped the ball and i don't think that any other company has that type of relationship with the nba like 2k does and like and like what ea does uh without competition this is what we're going to continue to get and and this is you know this is the unfortunate state of basketball games period because there's only really one out there so it's like 
like we're, we're forced to play to play uh to buy 2k if you want to play a basketball game and then you're forced to buy vc because they're going to continue to to not you know uh, actually reward the grind so it's really a shame that you know competition is enforcing 2k or people voting with their wallet is enforcing 2k to change their bad practices uh i will say i do find it fascinating that like for a community that talks a lot about iq it has one of the lowest uh in the gaming space uh one one good thing i will say is like i've been watching a lot of creators and like i've seen several big 2k creators say that like they're doing they're not they bought the game and that's it and i like i personally don't think there's anything wrong with buying the game it's when you spend exuberant amounts of money that's why they keep doing that shit. And that's all I think JG was like talking about. And they and they got mad. I was like, I don't listen, I let this nigga talk shit. It don't offend me. I'm like, whatever, <laughs> bro. But I, I have noticed uh I think what happened was like right before the game came out, there was like this movement where I saw multiple prominent creators posting screenshots of how much they spent uh in their purchase history on the game and i think it finally clicked for him because you had people posting two thousand five thousand seven hundred i think one dude said he spent over two hundred thousand um last year like on 2k or whatever because he plays wow. the my team shit um and i think it like it made them click like yo how you how you gonna claim you can't afford a nine thousand dollar pc which by the way they don't cost nine thousand dollars but how you gonna say you can't afford a nine thousand dollar pc but you can afford nine thousand dollars in my team card packs and shit like that so i think yeah. it put it put things in perspective for some people so I, I i have noticed a a shift in tide but like how long is it gonna be before we get there i don't know i also wouldn't hold my breath because the motherfuckers is glue eaters um yeah funny enough that dude that you do you responded to i ain't gonna say too much i've seen him before uh he's a cheeser so he ain't gonna listen to you anyway jg <laughs> I've, I've seen this no, he before. Not. <laughs> he, he not. He but um I, I think the worst thing about 2k and what they've done is is first of all because i remember when people started complaining about 70 dollars games right and i uh for the for current gen mm. we gotta stop saying next gen for current gen um and 2k was one of the first games that came out the game with like yeah 70 dollars for for current gen um so not only did they do that, but they charge you for VC for buying in-game currency with real money. And now they have a season pass for $20 every single season. So, like, they just keep adding on to the bull crap. And, you know, people were like, hey, man, like, what you see what GTA is doing. You see what Apex is doing. But, again, Apex is, is free to play. GTA is not, but you all got sucking into that system as well. So, again, I, I don't have any remorse for y'all either. Um so I, I think that's, that's one of the main things that it just really makes me upset. And then on top of that, anything that you do in this game doesn't transfer over. I think that that's one of the main, like, true, true, like, FU type of situation that 2K has been doing for years. It's just none of that stuff transfers over. Like your VC over. don't even carry over, like, if you yeah. want to it would be nice if it does like just think about how much money that people are spending again that aka that dude like you said somebody spent two hundred thousand dollars like that's absolutely ridiculous for for one video game that you're only going to play for max nine months until the next one comes out yeah like i said though you are talking to a wall with some of these people i would not hold my breath uh I, you know it sucks too i think a lot of them don't understand how much influence they have uh mm. what's the name when the when the game was like uh it was aiden ross got the game a day early and he was streaming it on kick um and he showed that like so there's a season pass this year um, before you had to earn level 40 by just grinding the game just winning online or whatever now you could just pay for level 40 and he showed it and he it's 75 so the season pass is 20 a season there's nine so there's a season pass every month 
multiply that times nine and then on top of that you can buy the levels and it costs 75 dollars to max out the level 40 which and then you can get the mascot so like do the math like it's like a thousand dollars to play the fucking game if you want to buy all the levels and shit like that and like the game wasn't even out he had it early and he soon as the game he got the game and he booted up he opened the season pass he bought it and then he bought all the levels in the season pass instead of playing the game to get the mascot and i'm like bruh this is the problem right here dude like your influence so like if you hop online you'll see a lot you used that it used to be really hard to get the mascot like you can actually wear like a, your team's mascot on the court it used to be really hard to get that shit now you just pay 75 dollars and you get it and like you see a lot of mascots in the park now and i'm like i get because he had eighty five thousand people in his stream and i'm like bruh if, if if a person like that was just like yo i'm not paying for this shit. i love the ball i'll get the game but i'm not buying any of this extra shit it's not gonna it's not gonna save the day but it's like it's gonna influence a good amount of people and i'm just like bro i really wish yeah. i would use our platform to do something positive but you know yeah, more money more clout more i've money, never i've never clout. seen i've never seen negroes do math so <laughs> i never i never seen them like actually want to do bad so bad until they they announced the season pass uh this year they were like hold up i'm about to spend a hundred dollars for this game i'm about to, I'm about to spend twenty dollars each for every season like they were legit like doing the math and seeing how much it would cost like it's ridiculous i i urge people to start voting with their wallet because like i said it's not going to get any better i understand y'all want to ball but again the very least that you can do is just buy the base game and just stick with it i know the grind is crazy i actually tried last year because tbh bought it for me for my birthday i tried and it got so tedious i was like i'm not doing this anymore bro i i legit wanted to just show that i could do it and, and it got ridiculous i'm like no no more group economics move as a unit you can affect some change but until then i don't know man i don't know like i said i wouldn't hold my breath like they they, they called you gay bro i didn't even know that did you did you you should have been like yo dude i got a wife and kids like that. <laughs> i, I literally I can't be like <laughs> i didn't say anything to try to prove myself i was like bro whatever man yeah i was like okay now what <laughs> oh no man yeah. oh, i'm gay Ooh, you got me <laughs> uh, yeah. that shit is so like, man Yo, you know, it's it funny, too. Deep. That stream that I was just talking about uh, that had the 85,000 in it, it was really hard to watch because he kept saying that shit. And I was like, yo, did we used to talk like that when we was like kids? It was like yeah. every five minutes. Yo, this shit is gay. This shit is gay. And I'm just like, bro. I was like, eh. I was yeah. like, I feel like I'm a little yeah. too old for this shit. Like, I don't Man. know. Freaking. Uh, you know, what really sucks, too, about this whole 2K shit. Um, the game is actually pretty good this year. Uh, no. Mechanically. Mechanically, it is. No, it's don't like, even try. Bro. Don't even. Nope. Nope. Shut up. Just... Don't even say that shit. Don't even say that shit. Nope. And it's, and nope. they added crossplay and check it out. I mean, JG heard me say it the other day. It actually works. There's no lag. Like they actually nope. are trying to improve the game. Nope. It's just like, bro, they keep nope. fucking y'all in the ass and y'all take it. Nope. It's crazy. Nope. Y'all are a bunch of. You know what? I'm not even gonna say it. Yeah, say what you was gonna say before we started recording. What was the no. words you gonna use for, I'll, I'll for 2K get in players? Trouble. I'll get in trouble. So I'll, get in trouble. <laughs> I'll get in trouble. I'll get in trouble. Oh shit! Well, I'll say it on social media. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll say it on my Twitter so I can get paid. Yeah, I'll say it on my I gotta Twitter, get my impressions yeah, like, up. Exactly. Let's talk about um. Let's talk about a game that uh was kind of DOA to be honest. New game from uh, EA. Well, it was published by EA. It's called Immortals of Avrium, I believe. It's the Space Magic Doom clone. That's one of the EA originals. Um, basically, in this world, you play a guy. I think his name was Jack. 
and like the world is at war with magic and you get recruited into the army once you discover you have a you're basically like the magic avatar there's different elements and you're one of the rare people who can wield all the elements so then you run around you know killing enemy soldiers trying to save the day and stuff like that um came out like a couple weeks ago i feel like a lot of people streamed it the day it came out and i haven't heard a peep about this shit i actually have your footage up on the recording uh, of you playing it jay so you got the floor what are you what were your thoughts on uh immortals of avrium should people pick it up it ended up being uh like a typical battle mage game but i play better battle mage games that's a that's a crazy thing about it i think what what really like turned me off was the story i was just super uninterested in it it really ended up turning more into like hey like i didn't know that i had these type of magic powers now i'm about to be recruited and and now i have to just fight for um this military and this magic military and, and just go through it but i was just super uninterested like even though i got all of the elements as i continue to play through i'll probably play like two three hours Hours. but once i ended up getting all of them i was like oh okay it's about to turn up like uh, all right i see the skill tree here uh you know i could possibly do some better things here but the stuff that i ended up doing um it wasn't worth it to try to go through the story and just sit through that just so i can you know potentially get some better um magic spells to do like i think the story was just so disinteresting to me that i just instantly put it down and i think this was literally around the time that armor core came out so like i said it's like do i play immortals or do i play armor core like i just i i don't recommend this game especially if you're not into uh the battle mage type game like you say it's all right but i think that once again this is a game um that they didn't kill it with its own with their own game but it's definitely a victim of coming out at the wrong time because there were some bangers around the corner and and like i said i just i i had no interest to continue uh to try to sit through uh, a story that i was not interested in at all what about you ethos I'm not gonna lie, I forgot I actually played it. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> I, I forgot I actually did play. To be it. fair, um, to be fair though, right before we started the show, it wasn't even on the notes, and then I remembered it came out. I was like, oh, I did stream this game, so I'm right there. Which I forgot about this game too. Yeah, I totally forgot. Did you cut out? What did you say? So no, I just forgot. That's it. Just, just, just that's it? That's it? Oh, okay. He just right from it. Oh, I got freaking. Uh, the only thing I remember is I didn't like the main character Jack. He wasn't particularly interesting, and uh, the combat is too. I think I'm just old now. Um, I had to put my glasses on to play this game. It was too many flashing lights. This game needed epilepsy warning or something. Too many beautiful ass colors. Just it, they needed to tone back on the on the sparkly colors, bro. It was really hard to play this game, especially if you're tired. Uh, it was just wearing my eyes out. And then the combat was nothing particularly interesting. It played like Doom, but not as good. Like the movement system wasn't as good. So I'm like, why would I want to? It's like Diet Doom, but it fucks my eyesight up. So I'm like, eh. I gave it about two hours, and I was, I was, I'm good. And the, and the opening section was boring as fuck. It was like 30 minutes before you actually got to the combat. It was like 30 minutes of straight walking, um, and then eventually you get your powers. And I was like, yeah. I was like, I tried it, but I was like, I'm just gonna go ahead and uninstall it because, like uh, Jay said, uh, Armor Core had came out. I was like, I think I'm gonna play Armor Core because Ethos kept raving about that shit. So. I don't know. I, maybe get it on sale if you really are kind of interested in it. But like I said, this game kind of disappeared for a reason. Motherfuckers forgot it even existed. So, Immortals of Avrium, ladies and gentlemen. Um, did you get to play a chance to a chance to play Chainsaw Massacre Ethos? Yes. What'd you think of it? It's actually good. I like it. I usually don't like those type of uh, asymmetrical multiplayer where it's like a killers and there's like a bunch of survivors or hunters. Uh, I usually 
can't get into a, like I never was able to get into Dead by Daylight, but I like this one. This one's pretty cool. I'm a really good killer. Why, what 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 about it was specifically different than compared to Dead by Daylight? Because that's the reason I didn't play it. I was like, it looks like Dead by Daylight. No, no, I barely played Dead by Daylight. Uh, it's just it's more like uh, you know how like Friday the Thirteenth was. Yeah, it's like that. Well, no, you know Friday the Thirteenth, the the game, right? I didn't play it because that one looked like Dead by Daylight too. Yeah, it's a similar game. I mean, I, again, I haven't played Dead by Daylight in years, so I don't know how much has changed and how much this game is similar to that. I'm pretty sure more of a, a like a hardcore player could tell you, well, there's this difference. I don't know it, so I can't speak on that. All I know is I had fun playing it, and it was on the Game Pass. So, Oh, I didn't even know it was on Game Pass. Yeah, it's on the Game Pass. Oh, okay. Yeah, I had I'm fun. I'm not going to play it, but that's cool. Yeah, it's on the Game Pass. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I was just going to say, why are you saying it like you about to play that shit? Boy, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Well, it's on Game Pass. This man always pushing the propaganda. Got to. Yeah, you so heard it. Gotta make it Ethos fun. gave a nice in-depth uh, impression. He likes it. Um, and then I'm gonna give a <laughs> I'm gonna give a shout out real quick. I'm not gonna spend too much time on this one. This game randomly I came across called Unguard. Uh, it randomly there was a trailer in my sub box like a couple weeks ago. And I I really didn't think much of it. I honestly just be opening up trailers, talking shit with the chat. That's how we we just be chatting at the beginning of streams. And the trailer actually looked all right. I was like, oh, this looks cool. So I decided to go and look it up on Steam. And um, it had very positive reviews. It was only 15 bucks. So I checked it out. And if you want something cheap and fun to play, check out Unguard on Steam. I believe it's on console as well. Um, the best way I can describe it, it's kind of like um, Zoro meets like Arkham Asylum. Um, meets kind of like Jack and Daxter. It's got a very fun, charming, like it's very funny. But uh, the combat, it's got the counter system like Batman. But then what's cool is you can use the environment when you're fighting. So like you can throw buckets on people's head. You can kick, you can kick them into like different objects and they'll fall down like a like a sword case or um, you can kick tables at them and trip them up and stuff like that. Like it has like all these cool little environmental ways to like actually mess with the enemy and then the sword combat's really cool. And it's got platforming sections like Mario and stuff like that. So if you want like a fun action platformer that's cheap, uh, this game is actually really good. Uh, kind of threw me off. I was like, whoa. Uh, and I think it's only like four hours too. So definitely worth checking out if you want something different to play. It's called Unguard. Uh, I don't know if y'all saw that one before. Probably not because y'all don't play I'm, games. I'm watching it. I'm watching your gameplay. Yeah, y'all don't play no games though, so it's whatever. <laughs> you uh, just admitted you didn't play it. You <laughs> what are you talking about? I play hella yeah. games. Uh-huh, sure. Anyways, uh let's move on to the news section of the store, uh the, the podcast. Uh since the last pod, Gamescom happened. Um did you guys see anything interesting coming out of we don't have E3 anymore, so all we've got is Gamescom and Tokyo Game Show. Gamescom is basically Germany's version or Europe's version of E3. Only thing about Gamescom is like it would always be the kind of like the the sloppy seconds of E3, but there is no E3. There's only Summer Games Fest, so you would think there were some interesting stuff, but I only saw one thing that I was really interested in. What about y'all? Alan Wake looked cool. Are you gonna actually play that? Yeah, I love the first Alan Wake. Is that gonna be on Game Pass? No, it's gonna be on Epic Game Store. So no. Oh, okay. Um, uh, Liza P looked great. We knew that was coming though. Yeah. Uh, Black Myth Wukong is the only thing I'm interested in that they show. And the reason I'm interested in it is because people were really like, well, there's two. Uh, there's another one, but hold up. Um, but Black Myth Wukong, there was never a guaranteed release date or that it was coming to the West. And they guaranteed that it's coming stateside uh, and it's coming to Europe. Uh, so that excited me. And then they showed more gameplay of it. They had like this tiger boss fight. I don't know if I got to see that. I'm like, oh, this is like another game to update the GI uh, 
GI tier list with. And then they had this pr Project Mugen, which is like, it looked like they straight up stole the animations from uh, Spider-Man. Did y'all see that? Yeah, I saw that. The anime one, right? Yeah, the anime. Well, they were like, like wall, running up walls and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was like, what is this? It looked kind of cool. I was like, okay. Yeah. Stalker 2 looked cool. I like that. Uh, Cyberpunk looked fantastic. I'm really excited to that. So, you know. Yeah, you already know. <laughs> uh, you have no idea. I'm counting the days. I cannot wait. I cannot wait to play that. It's going to be amazing. Um, yeah, that's about it. Uh, they had some shooter called Delta Squad. Looked like another Call Did you see that off the grid? You said what? Off the grid. Nah, what's that? It was like a, it's a shooter, I think. What kind of shooter? Third person shooter? Not the Kanye song game. Off the grid. Let me see. Well, describe it. Off the grid. It is a third hey, person shooter. Tyrical cyberpunk game with cyberpunk like advanced warfare looking New game. Demo. I'm pulling it up right now. Oh yeah, this kind of looks like Ghost Recon. I've seen this. Yeah. yeah is this is it, is it free to play? I have no idea. Uh oh i didn't know that okay so it's a battle royale okay it's a battle royale third person shooter but it was directed by neil bloomkamp which Ooh. tracks uh he's the director he was the guy that uh do you remember district nine the movie yeah the movie about segregation yeah yeah with aliens yeah yeah he's the guy that yeah. was behind that and at least <laughs> yeah, it makes it tracks too because it looks like something that's like district nine elysium style you, you kind of lost me at br though like a lot yeah i'm not gonna lie my interest <laughs> my interest went down just 50 percent after seeing it was a br game yeah that's probably gonna be a new but dear yeah game, dear game developers stop making brs don't you know space They're is the tired. new frontier? yeah space is the new thing we have to burn to the ground now What's the name? Uh, let's see what else we got. Oh, Tenocon happened, which I didn't know this was still going on. For those unaware, this is basically Warframe has its own little convention. I'm going to be honest uh, with you. I don't care. You Dang. don't care? Well, hold on. You don't care about Warframe 1999? No. No, I really but don't. But hold on. It tells you about the early... I know early, what it is. I know. I know. I early care. days. I well, know. I they finally it. they finally showed some no. new gameplay for their game. Um, What's it called? Uh, Soul Frame? You didn't see this ashy footage? Dang, oh yeah, we ashy. talked about that. <laughs> I remember when they revealed it. They got is it? Ashy? Yeah, go, uh, scroll scroll to the bottom of the article. There it's a uh, there's gameplay for it. Three hundred three hundred. Like how ashy? Are we talking like lotion will take care of it or like dog? Look at the gameplay. It, it, that does look really ashy. I don't know why the gameplay they uploaded this. Holy sh! Yeah, what the? Hell? It makes why me is wonder. The did, so low? It makes me wonder. Did they record it wrong or does the game actually look like this? Seems like an artistic choice. And yeah, they're trying to go for that eco shadow colossus type of vibe, but it's still too dark. Either way, if you look at the gameplay, if you kind of go to the middle, it looks meh. I'm like, uh, I don't know, I don't know about this. This is just melee warframe. Is that the gist of it? It's some type of story. I have yet to see gameplay. Every time I go to a new section of the video, I just see them walking and running. Where's when do they start hitting? Something? Um, in the eight minutes, they're they're hitting shit. Oh, okay, through his blade. Oh, that was cool. <laughs> yeah. Maybe maybe they. I, I think they purposely made it ashy so we can't see how boring the gameplay looks. That's what they did. Any takes on that, Jay? I'm sitting there looking at it now. I mean, at least it show gameplay. It's like it's very interesting. Yeah, though. I'm just looking at it a little bit, a little bit more. So this is supposed to be like a pure like single player type experience. I don't know what kind of game it is. They don't really guessing see. so. I don't know. It is a fantasy co-op action game. Oh, it's co-op. Okay. 
Uh, something like uh, Warframe. Warframe. <laughs> they made Warframe again. Okay, hold on. There's a boss fight right here. Oh, God. There's puzzles. Oh. And puzzles with the homies. It looks a little bit like kind of Souls-ish, but. Yeah, that's, I'm getting kind of those vibes. Uh, anyway. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I'm not going to pass full judgment on it. I will, yeah, I won't criticize we it. We need more right information. In the meantime, yeah. you know, we do have plenty of information on the next topic. Um, unfortunately, because the Sony ponies were too busy trying to shit on Starfield, not only did they miss the price hike coming to PlayStation Plus. They were Plus, shitting in their own backyard. <laughs> they, they missed the price hike coming to PlayStation Plus. They also missed the news about Sony's new PSP. And yes, they're calling it a PSP, which is an insult to the legacy of the original. Um, they have a new handheld device. The, the rumors are true. We were hoping they weren't, but the rumors are true. This new handheld device for your PlayStation is a mirroring device. So this has no computer on board. It's basically a PlayStation 5 controller with a screen in the middle. It's a seven inch screen and it allows you to mirror your PS5 um, to that controller. Um, and for those wondering, like, well, who's this for? Because there's no you can't play games directly on it. There's no streaming on it. Apparently, it's for people out there that don't have an extra TV. Maybe your significant other or your kids want to watch Coco Melon. So then you got to play your PS5 on this. And that wouldn't be a problem if it didn't cost $200. Because the thing is, if you have $200 to spare, you can just go buy another monitor. What do y'all think? Waste of money to bring this out. So basically, the rumors were true. And yeah, for them, for them to be calling a PSP, I, I feel sorry for y'all, man. Because I know y'all are, y'all are huge PSP and PS Vita uh, advocates, but yeah, this is this is a travesty on that name. Yeah, like how long is that yeah. battery life? This is another example of once again example five thousand. I think of this past couple of years of Sony seeming out of touch with their consumer base. I don't know. That's a perfect segue, actually, because Sony is not the only ones that are out of touch with their consumer base. Seems Microsoft is too. Um, <laughs> Xbox will now ban players for a year if you cuss too much. Oh, oh. I'm cooked. <laughs> I'm cooked. Uh, it would seem that if people report you for cursing, you can get that ass banned. I believe you can get up to like eight strikes, and then after that, they're going to ban you for a year. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you hop on Call of Duty on Xbox and you start dropping in bombs, or oh, oh, that's a racial slur. At this point, I don't know, because they call it a gamer word. But, you know, F-bombs, you know, SS-bombs, whatever. Um, You're going to get banned. How are you you feeling about that, Ethos? Uh, I'm cooked. If I play any Call of Duty, I'm cooked. It's not happening. I feel like it's part of the culture at this point. Like, you know? Yeah. As long as you ain't, you know, pulling my IP address and my home address. Whatever, bro. Like, I don't care. Yeah. I mean... I guess you guess you gotta worry about uh, too many people snitching on you <laughs> if, he, if you if you start cursing, <laughs> especially if you beat them in games like Call of Duty. They gonna report, report you, so. yeah. They gonna get salty and report you. Salty report you for that shit. And say yo yo, he was cussing. <laughs> yeah, and like, well, I, my thing is like, how would they know if you were cussing or not? Is the Xbox always recording you? Like, what's the source for that? Yes, yes, they uh, yeah. a, a lot of uh, actually a lot of platforms nowadays online though they keep records of any sort of voice comms that you have uh i think i'm pretty sure sony there was like something about sony doing it xbox yeah, I think yeah. does it um mm-hmm. i know i know firsthand um which is hilarious i know firsthand uh uh 
Riot does it. Riot does it with Valorant. Um, they actually record anything that you say in game, and they keep a record of. It. And they, they, this is something you agree to is that they're allowed to keep vocal of anytime you hit the button to vocalize within their game. They're allowed to keep records of anything you say and record. So uh, people that like basically were being very toxic, they would call to support and be like, "Hey, that's not true." And da 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 da. I was on voice chat. I wasn't. You know, I didn't say anything in text chat. Uh, but then they they have actual like audio clips that they can like send you of you talking and saying what you say so yeah it's pretty embarrassing yeah well i guess it's time to go back to team speak or the mumble yep. ghost Hell no, <laughs> that, does that still exist team speaking mumble yeah i think it does i think they do i think they still going because uh, i would imagine discord is recording you too when the great discord falls everyone will return back to team speak i don't think oh they changed it Oh, it's all different looking. Now. I, don't, I don't think that's possible because it took some level of tech skill to use TeamSpeak or, or Mumble. Discord, not really. They, they'll probably they'll probably go to um, what was that shit? Do you, Skype. Do you remember how hard it was? Do you remember how hard it was to convince people to get Discord? Yeah, like yeah. initially, like do you remember how much like how it was like pulling teeth for people where they just yeah, not everybody's on. Really? Yeah, I'm on TeamSpeak yeah. site right now. It looks like Discord. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it looks like Discord. Yeah. <laughs> they finally uh, that's that innovation right there. You still got to pay for this shit pricing I you do not. Yeah. Dang, yeah this looks totally 64 slots require, require 55 dollars hell no nah, for a year that's not i mean nah it's not terrible I mean, discord is free no it's free yeah no discord is free. yeah but discord taking your privacy <laughs> china this is true so china yeah, yeah and, so. and that's what they have uh listed here as a as a, a quality privacy, <laughs> privacy <yeah>. built in <laughs> it is what it is man but you know we was pioneers on a lot of stuff you know people you know and they get they getting on it now make sure to join our discord link in the description box below um did y'all know that uh apparently bungie is working on a new game and it's rumored to be a moba style game code named gummy bears and even some artwork is leaked online it's got this cutesy artwork looks like a bunch of twitch streamers got a chicken and even a really dude What's the name? Um, <laughs> I don't know if y'all heard that. He's excited. He's a, ooh. He's a squeaky yeah. toy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you even got a little cute little cat here. So my question to y'all is, is it too late uh, for a MOBA? Uh, no, I don't think so. Uh, Battle Royale games, yeah, I think it's too late for a MOBA. I think they still have a little bit of hope. Um, I'm not sure where Budget's trying to go with something that's codenamed gummy bears though and showing this artwork because uh, i would definitely love to see what type of mobile this is going to be and who they, is they going said to be the target audience they said it was a uh, it's inspired by fighting games platformers and mobas life sims and frog type sounds like bleeding edge that's what it sounds like to me is it going yeah. to be like a typical top-down mobile or is it going to be third Maybe person like smite man, i don't know Maybe third person hopefully Maybe it's just a MOBA in the respect of the characters, but maybe it, like it plays like a fighting game. Maybe mm. I'm gonna give them the benefit yeah. of the doubt just because it's Bungie. Like they can make something good. It's been a while since we got a new game. Like they've been milking the fuck out of Destiny. Maybe I mean that's cool though. Things. Like I'm not mad at them for trying something different and and they bring your marathon back. So we'll see. We'll see what happens with these two new games that are on the way i just hope the game is good because it sounds like they're making another live service game and like a lot of times you know with these live service games quality can 
can drop because they'd be so focused on the damn monetization what, of stuff. What the hell is a frog type game though? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I have no idea. That's, Frogger? Like is it when Frogger? Niggas, yeah, the Frogger no, like, no, it's <laughs> about ambushing people. Like when niggas get froggy, you know what I'm saying? Pull up. That seems that seems to make sense. Uh, uh, freaking so they they got another game coming. Unfortunately this company doesn't though. Uh Volition the creators of Saints Row, they recently announced the other day that they will be shutting down effective immediately. They took the Twitter to say this past June, Embracer Group announced a restructuring program to strengthen Embracer and maintain its position as a leader in the video games industry. As part of that program, they evaluated strategic and operational goals and made the difficult decision to close Volition effective immediately, which is, you know, their bosses, the Embracer Group, their investors. Um, and then they went on to say that they're going to be providing, you know, resources for people because a lot of people lost their jobs and like laid off. Um, so it sounds like the Saints Row reboot, I'm going to take a wild guess, was a make or break for them. They needed that game to succeed because it can't be a coincidence that Volition is shutting down after the reboot failed. Um, what's the name? What do you think that they could have did better with Saints Row, Jay? I mean, I think they should have went back to the root and not make it so like cartoony. Like this game, like legit. I remember when we first saw it, we were like, well, why are they making another Saints Row? And then we kind of started getting excited because it started looking good. And then once the game came out, like, and we played it and just looking at the story, like, it was just so boring. Like, it just, it just felt like a shell of its former self. Like, it tried to reboot it and just, we didn't care about any of the characters. We didn't really care about what's going on in the story. Like, they tried to bring it back to to the roots, you know, Saints Row, like, we're all family and da-da-da. But it was just, like, it was just a little bit too cheesy. Like, we, like, we wanted some of those same characters that that we you know grew up with while playing this game we wanted to be more of like even though it wasn't as serious as gta like we didn't want it to just go full like uh wacky and and that's what they ended up doing as like past saints row 3 in my opinion and this reboot didn't make things any better like i stopped playing i didn't even beat it um so it, it's unfortunate that it does seem like um again we don't know 100 certainty but it that uh did seem like more of a make a break type thing like all right well if saints Row uh saints row reboot doesn't do good then and uh then we're done with you so um like i said it's unfortunate um we're probably gonna, uh not going to get any more saints rows um but I, probably at this point it's probably best that it that it just died um but i hope that uh volition or uh an embracer group does uh you know get these people back on their feet and provide them with uh with resources put them on uh other teams and and uh see what they can do but uh rp rp volition pick some of them up for samurai zero uh ethos uh no positions right now dang i uh <laughs> i um i mean I'm, i feel sorry for them but um one of the main things is, is that uh i know i i saw some people who were stupid enough to try to act like oh it's, they went woke and so then that's what caused their studio to shut down i was like no um the reason the, the reason the reason why if you actually read the reason why their studio really shut down was because um and i've been watching this for a while um industry wise uh embracer group which was that like big conglomerate that had been buying up a bunch of studios like they bought like tomb raider studio and everything else they had a two I forgot they had like a two to seven billion dollar deal that went through that originally was devised from um a saudi group a saudi gaming group uh and it fell through for whatever reasons it's i don't think we've still figured out why um and this caused them to reassess everything because they were ex they were planning on that deal they apparently had a verbal agreement and that deal was supposed to be what carried all their studios that they had been buying and everything they've been purchasing it was supposed to carry them into making the future game projects for the next like couple of years so now that that money's now effectively gone uh it, it's 
basically put a wrench in their entire financials and that's why basically they're hacking studios and i mean you could argue that but really that's just what came down to was that uh saints row um and just volition in general was like out of all the studios they had it was probably lower on their list compared to all the other ones that's why they shuttered it because they lost a lot of potential money that mm. they would have had because if they had got that deal i don't think volition would still be here making another game probably so that's and unfortunate that's a yeah that is unfortunate because i remember when embracer group um announced that they were you know buying uh these the studios yeah. and people were like oh man this doesn't seem good and and now here we are yeah and <laughs> unfortunately uh people are gonna lose their jobs is like that's what happens when these freaking big investors be buying shit man uh yeah. everything becomes about the numbers but it definitely wasn't because it was woke that game failed that game just sucked uh it is what it is uh it was too generic uh Tekken 8 got a release window uh nothing too crazy to say here but i thought i'd bring it up for those who missed the news uh january 26th 2024 will you be there day one uh jg yeah yeah i'll be on it um i'm gonna hope that flock is too because he hate on street fighter 6 so much and said that taking <laughs> take eight is better so he better be on it day one as well I really hope. I really wish when Tekken Eight, like the day it comes out, they announce like Sagat DLC. Oh, I ain't playing Tekken no more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be hilarious. Street Fighter Six don't look that bad now, man. It don't look that bad, man. I'm mad that man really hates on Street Fighter Six because the white character he's on Street Fighter Franchise because the white character that's not their day one. What's the name? Uh, do you care about Tekken uh, Ethos? And you're muted. I said, yeah, I beat you at it. That's a lot. He still brings it up, bro. He still you beat, you beat Nomad. You did not beat me, bro. Yeah, I beat you. I beat you. All right, well, make sure to get I'm, eight so we can do it on stream. So we'll have okay. your break. Yeah, please, please fight each other because y'all bring up this argument. Is Lucky, like, Chloe, is Lucky Chloe in this? Is Lucky Chloe in this one? Probably not. She might be. She might be. Okay, we don't see the full roster yet, though. Probably so. Oh, not. man. I'm going to have to rely on good old Lee then. This is insane. These lies. This slander. Oh, on the stream. Only person that beat me at Tekken is Siggy, and he won't give me the my, my set. Damn, uh -huh. he playing oh, a fighting right. game. That's how I know his story fraudulent. When did Siggy play a fighting game? He, we randomly did it when we was in E3, and we played one. Well, he beat me one get one match, and I said run it back the set, and he didn't run it back. He made excuses and walked away. <laughs> so I was like, mm -hmm. all right. He won't have a favorite memory. It is man. I, don't I think remember this. About beating That's bro. Nomad. That's no Nomad remembers. I remember because me and Nomad were playing multiple sets against each other. I beat him a couple times. Then he played his main, and then he beat me. And no, then I played I one time. You and I beat you. Who did I play? Who did you play? Yeah, who did I play? Um, I don't fucking remember. You were playing to do that bet that's like boxes. I forgot his name. Nah, now, now you remember. Who did you do that boxes? Nah, Steve Baby. Fox. Yeah. Baby. Yes, Baby. that's it. This fraudulent yeah. Tekken fan. I don't know. Man. I still be. I'm sorry. I don't fucking remember all their names. Yeah. <laughs> I played. I played a couple. I played Yojimaru. I played Lee. I played uh, Jin. I played. Uh, who else was there? Um, more Lee. I, I kicked a lot of people back in the day. That's what mm -hmm. I used to do. The comment section, like, Tekken tournament? Tekken tournament? Tekken tournament? Tekken tournament? <laughs> Freaking. Um, this one is, this was interesting news. This news that came out. Uh, Ubisoft apparently had a sequel for Immortals Phoenix Rising. Uh, and apparently it was going to be a mix of Elden Ring and Zelda Wind Waker. Uh, and apparently also with the sequel, they wanted to explore another mythology. They wanted to do that with like all the sequels. So the original was like a Greek one. Maybe they could have went to like Egypt or they could have, I don't know, do like the, the God of War shit uh, with their gods. Um, freaking I this is heartbreaking news to me because this is probably like the last Ubisoft game I genuinely liked. And I, I it, it flopped. It's on Game Pass if you haven't played it. It's called Immortals Phoenix Rising. It's like a mix between Breath of the Wild 
Devil May Cry and like Assassin's Creed. Um, and it was fucking fire. And then on top of that, it had like a charm to it. Uh, really good platforming, just good combat. I really enjoyed this game, but like nobody talked about it. They didn't really advertise it too well. Um, I, didn't you like it, Ethos? I never played that. Or was it Jay? I thought one of y'all played. I, don't play I played it. It, it was you and Nomad who really liked it. I think Ziggy uh, liked it too. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I thought this I, game I, was really I, good. I was like, man, we could have got a sequel, man. That would have been yeah. nice. That's your that's your uh, Titanfall. Yep. And supposedly it would have stretched from New Zealand to Hawaii, but it's all good. I went to New Zealand for 2K, so I guess it's okay. It is what it is, man. Ubisoft, man. I wish I would make, uh, I guess if it don't make no money, it don't make no sense. It's got to be Assassin's Creed. Uh, oh, this one's funny. Uh, did y'all know that there's a stray movie in development? Oh, the, the the cat game? Yeah, the pussycat game from Aperna. Oh, but Lord. Apparently, okay. they are working on a film for the Stray game. And here's the weird thing about it. So, like, um, they interviewed the director, and he said that... Because I was confused. So, those of you who haven't played it, without spoiling it too much, obviously, you're a cat, and you can't talk. So, what the game does is it does a lot of... It uses a lot of environmental storytelling, and kind of the gist of the story is kind of figuring out like the downfall of humanity because like these robots have kind of taken over society it's a pretty it's it looks stupid but it was actually a really good game um so i'm confused because the the director said that this is going to be a comedy and i'm like there's nothing fucking funny about the game <laughs> did y'all play stray no what was the game actually about if you could summarize it a cat a cat <laughs> That's it. Un- a cat, a cat unraveling what happened to society you're, yeah. you're basically you're basically learning about what happened to society from the robots that uh they were programmed they're like kind of like just giving you little bits and pieces that you have to piece together no so like uh apparently this is going to be some type of um family friendly comedy uh which is funny because by the way that there's a there's an animal movie that just came out called stray strays i think with an s actually that has a bunch of celebrities uh voicing animals so this is gonna be rather confusing you guys gonna pre-order this movie hold on wait <laughs> you can pre-order movie this guy bro uh no <laughs> you can't pre-order no. movies like on fandango like to secure I know, a seat but that, it's funny how you said it though is it pre-order a movie <laughs> <laughs> i mean this is a game so you know i, thought, I know man, i know that's why i just all like all right no <laughs> still no well, maybe you can pre-order the movie or something like that that's crazy y'all don't watch no movies either what about- I know you're not talking. I know you're not talking. This dude, this dude got him a, a girl. To, he got him a lady to go see movies with. Now he a movie kind of. Yeah, he yeah. Before I, and I don't got time to watch movies. I don't have I time to watch movies. I don't have time to watch movies. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Now, if you would have told the correct story, I would have let it slide. I said I watch Marvel movies. This man, and this is what, and you trust his memory, and you know I say I watch Marvel movies. This nigga said you ain't got time to watch. I never said I don't got time to watch movies. Yeah, he did. I watch. You didn't hear the rest of my statement. I said. I don't have time to watch fake deep movies. I saw what you said. I saw Ninja Ninja Turtles without my girl. Uh I saw Uh Ninja Turtles without my girl. Oh, look at that, JG. He's watching Ninja Turtles now. He's evolving. (laughs) Like a Pokemon. He's on stage two right now. (laughs) No, I have a shirt. I have a picture of me when I was two years old in a Ninja Uh Turtle shirt. What was the last time you, what was the last movie you watched that wasn't uh, like a cartoon or like uh, based off of like a a comic book or anime or something like that? Come and see, non-comic book movie. Everything like something really like Oppenheimer. Did you see Oppenheimer? No, nah, I never got around to seeing it. 
What's all the right, name? You, I saw everything everywhere all at once. Barbie. Oh yeah, I saw Barbie. Barbie. I saw Barbie. Yeah. Oh Barbie. Yeah, I didn't want to. That's based off a toy. That's based off a toy. Well, I didn't want to see that one. That's based off a kid toy. Okay, outside of Barbie, because Barbie was a kid toy. Everything everywhere all at once. Okay, that was the last one you want. Was that last year? Probably, yeah. Yeah, so it was a long time. You okay. saw Barbarian. Oh, to, to be, yeah, I saw Barbarian. Barbarian. You, right? Yeah, you <laughs> remember one Freaking, uh, to be fair, yeah. though, how many good movies are out that are not fucking like action movies and shit? Bro? A lot. A lot. Like what? A lot Name of good some. ones or not? Let me some. Uh, did you watch Oppenheimer? No, I told you I didn't get a chance to watch it. It's on the list to watch, though. Um, you gotta keep in mind that's a time investment. That shit is three hours. You see John Wick? It's three hours and then it's thirty minutes of fucking. I said non-action movies, bro. Oh, but did you see John Wick? No, you said your original. See how you keep shifting the goalposts? Oh, your I'm original argument was no I'm just action movies. I'm asking in general. Did you watch? No, John because Wick I've never seen the. I never seen the other three. So why would I watch four? You haven't seen any of them? No. Wow. Oh damn, bro. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. I ain't gonna lie, bro. Of. Mm, yeah. yeah okay well keep shifting the goalposts. i still win anywho yeah, that's right. <laughs> this man don't watch do. nothing, bro. moving you, you didn't watch fast here. x <laughs> no i did not watch fast x bro who the fuck watched that shit i didn't watch transformers oh, either i watch quality dude. content dude trust rotten tomato reviews and stuff you know they mm, get paid to. <laughs> that's crazy what about uh what about this new South Park game? You guys interested in this? New South Park game coming, it's 3D. It's coming on the funny thing, I've never played any of the South Park games, but like people like people literally like say the South Park games are some of the best games they play. Um who said that? Like, who said that? I've seen the people like I've seen the people say that. that stick a truth, stick a really truth in the sequel. Yeah, they're, they're good, they're good RPGs. Good. They are. They're yeah. funny. You probably yeah. like those. But like yeah, what I other games are you talking about? I mean, just these South Park games, but they said they said none of them were bad. Yeah, the game is one in 3D. Okay, co-op and multiplayer. We'll see. It looks like some type of tower defense game. That's the reason why I'm like, eh, about this. I, I remember I used to play a South Park game. I forgot exactly what it was called, but it was on N64. The one with the and, snowballs uh, and the turkeys and shit? Yeah. Yeah, yes. I don't remember the name of it, but I know what you're talking about. I had that game, too. Yeah, I played that game. So I wonder, like, trying to go back to something like that. The art style looks like it. Yeah. It might be. I mean, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We need more info. They just kind of announced it. I wish you would give like full trailers and stuff like that. Um, oh, we finally got a confirmation that Ninja Turtles, since we're talking about it, Last Ronin has been confirmed. It was a rumor uh, on a previous podcast, and now it's been confirmed. They are working on it. Um, and my biggest question was, who is producing the game? Who's actually because we know Paramount and Nickelodeon were publishing it. But who actually was creating the game? Who were they licensing out to, you know, develop it? Uh, Black Forest Games is the name of the studio. I uh, did my Googles. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say, don't get too excited about this game. Uh, they don't really have anything that, I mean, I don't know. Uh, I'm pulling up their website. It was just loading really slow. They did the remaster for Destroy All Humans 1 and 2. They did Fate. Those are, those are remasters, though. Uh... Fade to Silence, I don't know what that is. Gianna Sisters, I don't know what that is. Rogue Stormers, I don't know what that is. Oh, boy. That's yeah. a little concerning. Yeah, so like they don't, I, would, I wouldn't get too hyped about this for everybody listening. Let's wait for a trailer to drop. I would say let's put it in the yellow. Let's wait for a trailer to drop because they don't really have like a real pedigree of making games. And to be honest, that's I don't know how they secured the rights to be able to develop such a big uh, franchise as well as such a beloved storyline so i'm not gonna get too excited about that um and then on top of that i'm not gonna lie the trailer 
kind of it kind of um worried me when i first saw the nickelodeon sign because i'm like oh yeah fuck i forgot fucking nickelodeon owns ninja turtles now i'm worried they might because the last ronin is a mature this game has to be if it's not rated m that's a red flag um and when i first saw that nickelodeon thing i was like "Mm, they might try to make this like a kid's game i was like i don't know man we'll see that i don't know Any, any thoughts on the the confirmation I mean, it's cool that it got confirmed, but like I said, the red flags of the the studio and Nickelodeon, uh, this might end up being a flop of a, in the waste of a good story. Yes, sir. We want to see blood, carnage, fucking desolation. That's what we want to see. But I would not hold my breath. Um, let's move on to the social justice warrior section of the podcast. Uh, JG is our residential social justice warrior here on the show, and I got a couple topics for you. Uh, the first of which, um, Roblox recently had a press conference, and it was revealed that Roblox will be coming to the PlayStation, but also there will be an update that'll add something called Roblox Connect. Now, what's Roblox Connect? It will allow Roblox friends to call one another from within the app. So you know how basically there's you can call people from within uh instagram i think you can do it on twitter now too basically you don't need somebody's phone number to um call call somebody um you can now also do that inside of roblox and when you call people uh you have like your own little avatar and you guys can just chat it up so you know if you don't have any data you can always use roblox connect to call your friends um what's your take on this jay I'm, i'm pretty interested to hear what you think about this um who asks for this this seems more like it's in the realm of uh pedos going on minecraft like and and getting little kids to do crazy things like i don't see this being a good thing it says here on the article that they use an example of a mom who called her daughter and ask her daughter to jump on a game with her. Now, I want to ask you all, does that sound realistic? <laughs> Which, <laughs> you know, it makes it worse and more concerning. In the same press conference, the CEO of Roblox also said that it's a possibility they'd venture into dating as well. Man, I know. I, I saw that too. And I was like, this, just, this is spelling disaster. Like, we don't need these types of things. Like, can Roblox just stay as a video game? Like, I understand it has an entire ecosystem now, and there are games that can be made using an engine, but I don't think that features, and I say that Lucy, features like this should be implemented into any video game like we we don't need this at all and again the example that they use is terrible and if we're trying to bring dating into roblox like what 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 are we doing here that makes literally no sense um because on the contrary i mean i may be wrong because i obviously can't see the numbers but i don't think that there are more adults on playing roblox compared to kids because this is at its core the adults who are on it you should be worried about exactly (laughs) and and, and that again brings me to my point of why should adults on roblox need features like this to talk to your kids this is going to be something that i'm going to uh not even introduce my daughter to or my son when he's on the way because this ain't it at all yeah like i get the sentiment behind it it's 
the, the way things work is they want they're trying to find ways to get people to spend more time on their platform because the more time people spend on the platform the more ads they can serve so i'm going to predict they're going to serve ads within this little somewhere on the telephone call or whatever the problem is and this is why i even brought this article up i wanted to see if you could see where i was going with this i i brought this article up for the listeners if you got children nieces and nephews you better watch for this fucking update bro because we are we already know top five most pedophile communities minecraft roblox uh smash bros smash bros what's the other two fucking i don't know that's top three you said though. minecraft yeah i said minecraft number one roblox number two top five roblox got a lot of pedos in the fucking community so i brought this article up for our listeners who got kids or little nieces and nephews you better watch they ass when this fucking shit comes out on this game bro because to me this is a problem dog like i said the adults that play this shit you cannot trust them bro um so just be aware it's coming that's why i put it on there i just wanted to see what jay was gonna see if he caught it he caught it so yeah and then um last but not least for the social justice warrior section um this tweet it came under so like i I made a post i posted a video talking about the microtransactions and how much it's going to cost in a nba 2k and then somebody replied with something interesting and i just wanted to hear y'all take on this um he replied and he said the esrb needs to factor microtransactions into their game ratings a game should not be rated e for everyone if the game encourages you to throw hundreds of dollars at gameplay advantages so he's saying basically any game with heavy microtransactions should be rated t and above how do y'all feel about that you know what? Uh, okay, because because 2K is rated E, right? Yeah, yeah. They they uh-huh. added the ratings though on the SRB uh, stipple uh, stipple <laughs> sticker. Uh, it, it's supposed to. It also adds and tells you if there's microtransactions in the no, game. No, 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 so, no, not display. There are microtransactions. I think what he's trying to say is like if you go into GameStop and uh-huh. you're, he's saying like it should be rated teen. So if or, oh, or mature. So if oh, you're okay. below a certain age, you shouldn't be able to buy a game that has heavy heavy microtransactions. I think that's what he's arguing. Um, that's a slippery slope because what if it's a okay? Like what if it was like Mass Effect three or oh that game is rated him. Uh, okay. What if what if it what if it, <laughs> forgot about the other stuff? Uh, okay. Well, what if you're playing a game that's like has a single player campaign or a co op campaign that has no main uh, transactions in it, but it has a multiplayer that does. Yeah, I'm not saying I agree with it. I was just bringing it up to see what y'all was going to say. I think here's here's the the other factor because it's a, it's a two-parter here. He's not just saying if a game has microtransactions. He's saying if a game has microtransactions for gameplay advantages. And I think that that's a huge difference. Like we're not talking about Fortnite here where there are no gameplay advantages for you getting microtransactions or getting the season pass. He's talking about games like 2K that if you legit buy uh in-game currency you can get a gameplay advantage over someone who just decides to grind from level 60 and i would have to say i do agree with them i think that maybe there should be an extra rating or warning to parents or pay to win on the box yeah (laughs) yeah i mean just think about that though i mean even though people can't read and we and we clearly can see that people can't read but if the warning was at least there 
and people could legit see it do you think that you know that might change things and you know a parent might be like hey um i don't want to get you this game because you might feel compelled to uh buy microtransactions because you want an advantage over somebody else or or just because the sole reason of you want a gameplay advantage over somebody else i mean maybe that could change things but i don't know maybe it could at least just be a warning and it just let people know yes. that hey, this game is pay to win yes and no it depends on where first of all it has to blatantly say which i don't think it will it'll be some pseudo way of saying it but it would have to blatantly say this game is pay to win and then it has to take up a good amount of real estate on the box and we know that's not going to happen because let's say it's like i don't know say like a game like starfield like a company like bethesda is not going to want that all over that so the they'll probably either take the fucking microtransactions out or they'll just do a digital only release because i mean i don't think that would be an issue it'd only be like a box art thing so i was like i'm kind of indifferent about that the sentiment is good but it's like i don't see it actually working in the real world it's like because here's another thing too it would have to be blatant on the box too because once again it goes back to what you were saying like motherfuckers don't read but then they're not going to go for all that real estate on the box being taken by a big sign that says pay to win so it's like i don't think that'll that'll work in the real world i think what they need to do which seems realistic is you need to have and i think xbox does this or uh, i'm pretty, pretty sure sony and xbox do this they need to make it where uh it's a requirement for all games that if you release a game on our platform and it has microtransactions in it, regardless if it's if it's uh, play to pay to win or not, like if it's just skins or whatever it is, you have to be tied. It has to be tied to first an account that is 18 years or older. If it's not, then it requires a parental like uh, setting where the parents will have to approve every purchase that happens on the said account. That's the best way I think that you solve this problem. Then, you know, you could still buy whatever games you want. But if they go to like 2K and they try to buy VC, you know, the parent has to be the one that approves the purchase and not the kid. Who's going to implement this system, though? Because 2K is not going to do this to themselves. No, no. That the, would fuck the, their money up. The, uh, the, the owners ESRB. of the consoles. No, so oh, the, owners of the, consoles. the ESRB would have to go to like Sony and Xbox and tell them you need to implement this. system. Would, no, 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 it wouldn't even be that. It would be the console manufacturers would put this within the system of their consoles that like, you know how like... um. Uh, you already have parental tools on the Xbox, right? Like you can limit how much like a kid can play on their Xbox or right. you can limit like how they can have access to certain things or can they use voice chat? Like you can do these things on, they've added to these things over the past couple years. They need to add something similar to that. But in the guise of if a game has microtransactions in it and they go into that place where they're checking out to buy that thing, it checks and verifies the profile that's doing it. And if it is a kid's account, they cannot do it without uh, adult, which they would have to set up on the Xbox, approving it through some code or some verification to pro- to say, yes, I approve my uh, this purchase, which is uh, technically supposed to be what is supposed to be happening. I don't think like kids I are like that. I like that idea and it would be nice. But in the real world, I just don't see it working because here's here's another. I mean, in the real world, trust me, trust me, I would love to block 2K's pocket. So I love the idea. The issue is <laughs> I don't think it would work because I mean, think about it. I don't know about y'all, but like I remember I got I think it was like a 360 for like Christmas or some shit like that. And I think I think Halo three might have been one of my first games. Uh, and I remember I just plugged it in and made my account. My parents didn't look at my shit. Like how many parents are actually looking at the kids console? Maybe well, five percent. That, that comes down to personal responsibility. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It still comes down no, to personal that personal responsibility. But you should still do it. But you should still do it. Like uh, you should if, still do if, it. If, but most parents are not going to look at the console, implement those settings, and then on top, they're just going to let the kid oh, do will, it. And here's the thing: the kid's going to know. Charges their credit card. If their kid charges a credit card for two hundred dollars, and they're like, "What the fuck is this on my credit card?" I guarantee you, they'll look at that. But no, you're missing the point. Like, right. I'm saying once the kid gets the console, most parents are not going to look at what the kid is doing. And you don't think that kid, when he's signing up for Xbox Live or PlayStation 
PlayStation Plus, he's gonna fucking lie. Nigga, I know I did. I still lie about my age when I fucking go on Steam. Because I'm so used to doing it for when I'm a kid. I'm well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm saying is your parents, that's just because your parents weren't technologically, I'm assuming, weren't into like understanding of that area. So you think our and generation would be more in tune? I think if as us as parents, or for example, JG, right? JG knows his shit. So I'm pretty sure if JG gives his daughters and like that a switch, he has parental settings set on that so that like she can't I would do certain things or can't access it. I would do that if I had a kid, I would do I'd it do too. The here's, here's, the, here's the issue. I would control it because I know what it was like growing up with certain things. I'd be like, yeah, a kid does not. You're need to under be the assumption most people are tech savvy. They're not. I talk to a oh, lot of normies. That. They're not. Oh, I know. They're not. I, I know. People I know our age, they're not. But there are ways that you can teach them, right? There, there are ways that you can expand on this, right? Like, like everybody wasn't uh, a, a, a every normie wasn't uh, a technological head when it came to when they started digital, right? When they started doing digital, ch- uh, not checks anymore, right? When we were sending money through Cash App, right? That wasn't. Oh, that was a whole thing, right? And people were like, "Why don't I just send checks anymore?" But people adapted and got used to it. It's the same thing. I think they just need to do that um that would be the best case or just because what's going to happen is this is my take um parents are going to start realizing how bad this is right when they start hitting their pockets they're going to complain to the government and then the government's going to step in and they're going to be the ones that are going to require the uh console manufacturers or whoever to provide this additional information they did that's why the esrb exists that's literally why it exists it did not exist before and then people bitched and complained about violence in video games and stuff and boom the esrb came into reality as a result of that and that's why gamestop can get fined if they sell games to people who are under 18 like they can get into legal problems if they do if they get caught there's, one, there's one thing you're so. underestimating here ethos back when the esrb was created big fun fact it was because of mortal kombat that was back when our country had morals and principles oh, and, shut people, up. and people oh, went to church you oh, <laughs> don't go to church anymore so <laughs> it's not gonna work there's gonna be no laws passed it's a bunch of heathens that's the problem <laughs> <laughs> gluttony uh but i think that's an interesting conversation i'm actually curious to see what people um say in the comment section if you're watching the youtube version at youtube.com slash gi updates do you think video games at least like the hard copies i mean even on the digital storefront do you think there should be some something plastered like a new rating saying this is this game is pay to win i want to see what people say in the comment section who determines if it's pay to win Mm. we got see well, the, hold on, it's the, ESRB, the, the esrb because the esrb is an independent governing body it's not ran by um right but but you so you're you're putting your trust in a random person to tell you if the game is pay to win <sighs> so here's another there's, thing there's got to be like maybe like a new pay to win or some type of microtransaction uh commission or some shit i don't oh, know like are you gonna do a commune by the gamers and they all just sit down and decide jury duty baby <laughs> like jury, like, you jury get called in as a gamer yeah. so do you think <laughs> this game is pay to win yes <laughs> fucking yes that's fucking interesting um shit if uh that's all i got on the show notes what y'all got anything else i want to add to it before we wrap it up that's it cool. no that was a good conversation perfect timing too uh all right well ethos has to go so because he's got a nerd tournament to plan uh before you leave what is your closing statement on episode 146 of the gaming illuminati podcast uh yeah i actually want to give a shout out to the random best buy employee that recognized me last week when i was trying to buy i was trying to buy some shit uh i was trying to buy a sd card for my steam deck and he was like you remind me of somebody i was like oh fuck (laughs) it's like i was like who like the guy named gaming ethos i said ah yeah that's me (laughs) here i am at like fucking 11 o'clock in the morning trying to buy a damn sd card and some some hdmi cords but shout out to you Appreciate you holding it down at the Best Buy. Hey, give me some deals <laughs> next time I Let show up there. 
that discount. Yeah, if you're listening, appreciate you guys. For sure. JG, you got the show floor. What is your closing statement for episode 146? Go. Hey, man. It's unfortunate 2K community still a bunch of losers. Oh, <laughs> you all get in together one day. I felt like TBH wanted to take a community attack them because he called a loser for like two or three pods straight. So it's my turn now. It's my turn. Uh, 2K, 2K community, bunch of losers. I hope you all get it together. Seriously, please vote with your wallet. I promise you it's not as hard as you think it is. You do have the power to make 2K change, but uh unfortunately it's not so i again i'm just talking to a brick wall at, the, at this point uh but keep giving me impressions uh apparently uh i'm broke so keep giving me impressions so i won't be broke anymore shit don't offend me most of them 2k new niggas is losers bro so whatever bro when i was streaming the game the first day somebody came in there he's like why are you making that build i'm making a build that suits me and my friend group and our play style you bitch ass nigga bro i paid 70 dollars <laughs> for the fucking game why are you so mad about my fucking build it ain't for you nigga why is this weird I have a question. <laughs> real quick real quick jg how are you considered pocket watching when the person literally <laughs> pulled his pockets out and showed you his money I, I'm, I was I'm just confused. You, that bro. was what shocked me. How were people calling you a pocket watcher? It's when like they, niggas who don't. You? It's like niggas who don't know the definition of snitch. They just change in the word, yeah, the definition I, of a word. I'm, like okay, okay. yeah, it, it would make sense if like he posted that like I'm ready for 2K, and I said that like just with no context, but he literally posted what he did, and I'm pocket watching. That's pocket said, watching. Is when you go into a subway, which I don't know why you would, but let's say you go into a subway and you ask the person making your sandwich, how much you make an hour? That is pocket watching, bro. But if a nigga tells you how much he spent, that's not pocket. That's you displaying info, bro. You, you displaying about? your wealth. <laughs> yeah. And now I'm going to clown you for it. Yeah. They were just like, oh, he going he gonna to make it back, man. He going to make it back. I was like, okay. So I don't care if he makes it back in a day, a month, nine months. It's still it's still bad, bro. It's, it's not an investment. Y'all can call it whatever you want. It's, it's, a, it's a bad person. It's a waste of money. And that's a one one percent person out of thousands of other people who are not good at two K. I'm, I'm gonna button. save that for all stream because that's debatable being a one percent. But anyways, uh, oh, you think there's more that are actually good enough to win no, money off of two K? Well, we're talking about him making it back. Oh, as oh him being a you're 1%. talking about a point like, a point zero one. That's, that's debatable. Uh, I oh, think not I think good. Yeah, okay. I think niggas don't know economics. Uh, mm. Anyways, uh, my last statement before we wrap this podcast up is: if you made it this far into the show and you're watching the video version at YouTube.com/slash/GIUpdates, leave in the comment section hashtag pay to win um other than that make sure to hit the like button uh rate the show five stars on apple and spotify if you're listening there and join the discord at discord.gg slash gi updates and our social medias they're all in the link links below in the description box um other than that we will see you guys on the next episode of the gaming illuminati podcast peace